see the hey. Come down here and I'll slap you with my massive fuck. Yeah, we're live, by the way. Hello, and welcome to my job here. 14 words. (laughs) There you go, I've got the. Nordic endorses the Scottish. Basically, just like talked all the way through that. Right, that's right, no, sorry, I muted him. I muted him. Definitely. Oh, muted did you? Oh, okay, that's alright. Muted him. Definitely himself. Like, oh, yeah. Just as well because uh, we we don't hear the theme tune now, but um, it's okay because it's the. As Fremen on the Sand I'll, says... I'll blame, you know, I'll blame YouTube for the fact we're nearly 10 minutes late. <laughs> blame YouTube. Mm. Fucking YouTube. Fucking Jimmy bitch. We'll yeah. blame 4chan. We'll blame the hacker known as 4chan. You remember, yeah, 4chan. to all start off the f- first 30 seconds insulting the board of directors and their evil practices. Blood yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Susan Wojcicki. Yeah. I thought it was Wojcicki. Yeah. Is it? Oh, no, Susan, 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 Susan Wikipedia. She she's always crying, so it probably is Wojaki. Did she get given her name by one of them sand people out of the original Star Wars films? Uh, it's probably <laughs> one of those sand people that she represents. Probably one of them. <laughs> last points too accurate for sand people. Yeah, they they travel single file to hide their numbers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right, so good here times. We here we are, the usual gang of idiots. Um, what are we? What are we oh, talking cheers, about man. this week? <laughs> alternative energy and uh, how, like, solar and wind are crap. And how, if you type in alternative energy, you don't, you can't find out about yeah. anything other than fucking so, bullshit. Wind turbines. <laughs> yeah, wind turbines and fucking solar panels. I Eat the bugs, you bigot. <laughs> But what search engine are you using? Because like, there are alternatives to Duck. Well, apparently Duck Duck goes shit now, and you got to use something edgier. So it's becoming it's becoming Googly. It's becoming Googleified, isn't it? Ah, we need something edgier, do we? Yeah, I'm I'm going to use CRX. Right, CRX. So I'm on CRX.me, and let's find let's find a. How about spooky weird energy? Let's see if that comes in. Spooky-weird-energy-weird-creepy-energy-weird-creepy-energy-weird-creepy-energy-weird-creepy-energy-weird-creepy-energy-weird-creepy-energy-weird-creepy-energy-weird-creepy-energy-weird-creepy-energy
Look, I've got it's more over hydrogen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've got more than just these eleven bullshit things here. So hydrogen <laughs> gas, not an energy source. Tidal energy, actually, yeah, that's good. I agree with tidal energy. We should use that. Biomass energy. What you mean, burning wood? Okay. Yeah. Wind energy. No, it's a con. Geothermal power. Yeah, that's good. Natural gas. Uh, this is an alternative energy source, natural gas. Uh, isn't that fossil fuel, technically? That's not an alternate energy, is oh, it? Yeah, I implying that methane from Earth's mantle is, is a fossil. And uh, mm. there's there's no such thing as fossil fuels. It's a it's a lie by the Rockefellers. All fuel is abiotic. It's all produced from methane. I don't, I don't think i wait for human bones to turn into petrol, then. It never will because it's just no. no it's bollocks. Yeah. It just it's no methane gas is under the Earth's mantle. When you've got that sort of heat and that pressure involved, Swiss cows. It's enough to Swiss cows is the new new search engine apparently. We get that through okay. fracking, don't you? So uh, yeah, natural gas, biofuels. So biofuels, what like uh, again? That's just like wood and. But, but oh, biodiesel, wave energy. Yeah, wave energy was good. We we should have used that, but Thatcher sabotaged that. She wanted nuclear, and we didn't really get that either. Um, hydroelectric energy. Um, ask the Chinese how well the Free Gorges Dam is going. Um, <laughs> oh, that might actually. I, I should have saved that for after it blows up. So I'm not from the future. <laughs> I'm just. Look, it's an easy prediction to make. Wow, the Chinese make something that breaks. Oh no, in the future the Free Gorges Dam will break. Uh, then finally, nuclear power, yeah, and solar power, no. Um, so two of them, I well, really just want to... Have you heard of monoatomic gold? I'm just... Uh, I've, yes, yes, Swiss I have cow, heard of... This Swiss, cow, this Swiss cows is all right, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I might have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, monatomic gold's good. If it, it used to be used as a treatment for arthritis, but then they gave up because it's working. Uh, oh, like nice. they get, gave up with the old cancer cures because they worked. So, funny enough, it turns out like cures for cancer and most diseases are anti-parasitic. So um, there are no cures for cancer. Don't be silly. You need to go into a hospital and irradiate your body to the point that you're near enough dead. Yeah, you yeah. hear me? So you develop cancer yourself, right? Uh, yeah. You need to keep donating money to cancer research so we can find a cure that we haven't found yet. Yes, and go to one of their coffee meetings well, we where to, the well, food... We need, to, we need to find a cure for cure for cancer so we can squash it and then people can't... Yeah. Yeah. So go, definitely go to one of their cancer meetings where they'll give you like cupcakes and everything else laden with sugar so that you get more cancer. Yeah, that's it. So the two of these I want to go with just briefly because what, what I have I done. What I don't get is is if is if you you give money to cancer research, cancer research pay for the research. Yet yet GSK and 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 big pharma will tell us that oh most of the money is R and D, but we're paying for the R and D. So why are the cancer drugs still so expensive? That's a conspiracy theory. Conspiracy it's almost theory. as if they're there to make profit. And... It's not even a conspiracy theory. Like about ten years ago, everyone was talking about that, and then they, I think they were some of the first ones YouTube went after. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to. Do a... be, I think it'd be a conflict of interest if a cancer company, drug company, was to like do that. They wouldn't it? like. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to yeah, but they, do just, a... they just hand over their research to drug companies. You know, I'm after, gonna have to do after, a some, after, some, after some fat moose in a pink t-shirt run around a local park, 
All her hard-earned fucking money straight, straight to fucking drug, drug companies. What's going yeah. on there? What is it? What's what's going? What's occurring there? We need to know. It's a, it's a billion, it's a billion dollar industry, isn't it? The cancer research thing, if not more. No. Yeah, if not more. I'm gonna have to do a fill on on the farm that sort of stuff and say, you know what? Maybe for profit pharmacies not a good idea because when you introduce yeah. stuff like that and the shareholder says, well, how are you going to increase my uh, annual dividend? And they'll be like, well, we'll keep re- we'll make repeating customers. We'll say they need booster shots and they need to take a pill and. Uh, Oh, look, now everybody's got AIDS. Well, that's okay because the NHS has now got PrEP and so everyone can go on AIDS drugs. So, yeah. So I said up, this, um, everybody's going to be reading Gay. I said this a few weeks ago, Hobbit. Like, if you went back three or four years, talking about Big Pharma, you didn't really have to say that much, but it's like everyone's forgotten. So the whole well, world's forgotten uh, that Big Pharma welcome can't to the, be Welcome to humanity, Nordic. <laughs> yeah. Everyone forgets everything every five someone's fucking a, minutes. Someone's done, someone's done a shiny thing on the TV. What, 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 oh, you know. There's a shiny <laughs> thing. I, uh, I still remember when Codex Alimentarius went through and it meant that I couldn't get uh, one of my medicines. And it's like, you're kidding me, right? This is like a topical ointment. It's like... Yeah, but the uh, I think it's the MHRA citing Codex Amenteris is like, oh looks, it looks like your your treatment there's a bit too effective. Fuck you, that's banned now. <laughs> uh, because Sounds we say right. so. Ha 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 ha. Use our expensive steroids, which are going to fuck you. Isn't that nice? Ha 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 ha. So all the studies they've done into um, post-traumatic stress disorder and MDMA, but they still won't sanction MDMA for people with post-traumatic stress disorder. It just boggles the mind. They'd rather have them on all these antipsychotics that are probably really bad for their liver. Well, from my understanding, the antipsychotics are tranquilizers. So they, yeah, they are, basically. They, they numb your mind to the point you, you're not thinking. But this is not talking about energy. This is talking yeah. about pharmacy. Which Sorry, Hobbit. Yeah. I, I, we've we've happy... straight into big pharma. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be Let's happy to talk to big about... energy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, big energy, which is another. We need to talk con. about big Google and, and why we can't search for alternative <laughs> energies that aren't fucking solar panels. Big world, is it a thing? It's big uh, world, big yeah. everything. Yeah. Actually, you know, before we get before we get into energy, because eventually the subject of en- of energy, this will come up where you build some sort of like tap which goes between the sun and the earth. And then you can draw an oh, electric that, I've, car- I've got some criticism from Tuesday. I've just had a look at the uh, Chris's D live and uh, hey, Emmy oh, no. in quotation marks. When you're you uh, you capital U R audibly yawning <laughs> on capital U R own stream. Imagine how capital U R audience feels. I was just it was late and I was tired. Well, is it is it like the Babylonian thing? Like imagine how Ur feels when Ur <laughs> yawn Ur. It must it must be so refreshing not having a job so you don't end up yawning by seven o'clock in the evening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I you don't know, want to do the late shows anymore. I get tired too and I yawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're all fucking tired. We have busy lives. You've got to be a robot. That's why we're not yeah. all on Telegram twenty four seven because we actually it, have lives in between. It, so are, are they basically like gonna? Hey, I tell you what, why don't you be the change you want to see and send some meth to BBC Post Office, Post Box one hundred and eight, Blue Pizza? Even though I send it to, is it now? Is it now meth? 
meth chairs, microphones, and chairs <laughs> for racists. You know? Meth microphones, Ch- chairs, chairs microphones, for meth for racists. <laughs> BBC Blue Peter, PO Box fourteen eighty eight, London, Wood Woodlane. I remember Woodlane oh, from the yeah. adverts. Is it not Shepherd's Bush? Or, oh, I don't know. No, no, it's uh, something Woodlane, wasn't it? Yeah, but but basically just 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 send all your meth and your other paraphernalia or, to. Or BBC. alternatively, you could shut the fuck up and make your own program. Yeah, why don't you? Yeah. yeah. Do, make your own show with blackjack and hookers. I thought that. I thought that's what you were going to say, Hobbit. Be the be the change you want to be, and just make your own fucking program. Stop moaning about other people. A streamers yeah, but, not doing what I want them to do. Re. I I also like the idea of people mailing in methamphetamine to the BBC. <laughs> oh, now they're insulting the audience. Maybe we'll see yeah. the Welsh Alex Jones be as entertaining as the real Bruce Alex Kibbert Jones. Bruce said Dagoth Ur, the Mad God, apparently. <laughs> Uh, Brucey also said, "Imagine taking Brucey, the axe." Brucey dragging so it, kicking and, screaming, kicking and screaming back to the spoopy stuff. Oh, Alphabet Kiss says, "What about helium free? Supposedly, in the future, mankind can mine it for the moon." Funny enough, the first person I heard say that was uh, Brian Blessed, and then oh, I alive. Troll, <laughs> we're running out. And, uh, you got to watch this. Slide, sliders, right? He's a guy of sliders, yeah. No, 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 no you're, no, you're no. thinking of that's, that's Gimli from Lord John, of the Rings. John Reese Davis. Oh, yeah. okay, right. Yeah, they look. I do have similar, an right? anecdote about him, but I'll have to tell you offline. I'm blessed's the guy from Flash Gordon. Oh, he's from the Valley's Boy, or John Reese Davis? Yes. He's also in uh, Reclaiming the Blade, which is a brilliant film about sword fighting. He's uh, also in Shogun. Someone keeps talking to me about um, the Shogun book. Oh, English. English Skyon keeps talking to me about the Shogun books. I remember the miniseries from when I was a kid. That was quite good. Whenever I look at his name, I think it's English Zion. And uh, well, he'd probably be upset if I said <laughs> it that. Is Zion, so isn't it? it is Zion. Zion. Yeah. Now, fact, no, helium free. I English think you can Zion. do something. He's a, he's a Zionist. Hindu he's Zionist. Zionist. Zion's what? alive. Oh, yeah. Rhys Davis, Rhys Davis also Salah in Indiana Jones, isn't he? Bad date. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, I, I love the old films like uh, Five of the, Johnny Five, where they're like, we need someone to play an Indian. Hey, let's just Johnny put some Bovril in do. Yeah, just just put some Bovril in his face. There you go. He, he looks like a, an ethnic now. That's that's the great India. thing about them. They they're so good at shape shifting. They make great actors. Mm. Was that in the Where's Temple of Doom? When we need the Im- Indian impression. No no no. Um, Temple of Doom. Me the Temple like... of Doom had no Indians in it. Did it not? <laughs> they even they even they even bre- they even bovered Pat Roach, didn't they? In it. <laughs> you know, really? Pat, yeah, but you know Pat Roach, where he, he fights Indy in the first one, doesn't he, with a bald head? Wait. By oh no. You know the airplane turns around and he gets the. I'm sorry, but the only the only Pat Roach I know plays Randy in uh, Trader Park Boys. Speaking of which, no, there just was only one th- Pat Roach. He was he was a wrestler. He used to he used to wrestle. Well, uh, Pat Roach plays Randy in in Trader Park no, Boys. He's Pat Roach number Pat two, Boys. It. It's official. He's, uh, okay, he's Pat Roach okay. Um, I hope is listening to this because I saw a young Ricky and he was my co-driver today, and he, he <laughs> and unlike Ricky, he sort of goes. Smokes, let's go. It was more a case of, hey, you smoke? Yeah. Do you want a cigarette? Yeah, okay. So I was uh, smoking a ciggy with young Ricky, who actually gave me a cigarette. So 
Thank you very much. And... Young Ricky. Yeah, and uh, I hope Young Ricky passed his test yeah, because Pat he was Roach, Ricky. Alphabet Cat. Pat Roach was blacked up in the Temple of Doom. He fought Indy before the Minecraft. Yeah, I thought so. Days. I thought there was one in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's Pat Roach. Like, every, like you say, everyone just gets bovrelled up in it, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine how much? You, can you imagine what the Bovril bill on uh, Temple on the uh, Temple of Doom was? They they must have been you, you, the eighties must have been a proper cocaine and champagne decade for Bovril. <laughs> <laughs> it was either Bovril or the gloss. Were they snorting Bovril off of Cooker Hooker's they, ass? They, they were they were making money hand over fist in the eighties. It's like oh, you want some ethnics in your film. Oh, well, we'll sell you a truckload, 30,000 litres. <laughs> <laughs> 30,000 litres of ethics. Ben Kingsley and Gandhi, weren't there? <laughs> Is Hobbit, as a member of the Illuminati, ah. going to reveal the Tachyon energy secrets today? Ah, oh, well, uh, I'm uh, glad you, you mentioned you that. that. Well, I'm we glad you that. that. You can tell us about it, because we don't know so, anything about it. Well, that's you on I, the watch list. I, I brief... <laughs> I, so... Alphabet Cat makes a good point about helium free, and it, it's I I remember having this conversation with some chaps from uh, Jet Jet Laboratory. Um, jet Propulsion they, the Jet yeah, Propulsion the, the, Laboratory. J, JPL. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was studying physics, and they they came to a spokesman came to the class and was telling us about uh, ITA, which was a new reactor. Did at he the tell time. you about Jack Parsons oh, getting, bummed, getting bummed by Oran Hubbard? Yeah, funny enough, he didn't talk about anal gay sex in the late 90s. Did they give you a single answer to it? Well, no, this is the thing. I was saying about, like, hey, uh, these fusion reactors, you're gonna, how are you going to draw energy from this? Is it a steam turbine? I said, yeah. And I said, is there, like, a form of fusion where, seeing as you've got, like, the, your, your, you know, your protons and your electrons all separated out of the plasma, some sort of way you could use magnets to separate out? And this is, well... The problem with that is we're currently using deuterium-tritium reactions, but if we could do helium-free, we could do something called aneutronic fusion. And I thought, hey, well, how does that work? Come on, that's because... code word for butt sex, isn't it? Aneutronic. Uh, uh, yeah, it, 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 aneutronic. <laughs> Brian, it, so what do you think? Aneutronic <laughs> fusion means when Alvin Hubbard goes in dry, because it, it didn't make sense to me, and I thought to myself. Well, helium's got two neutrons in it. So, what what's happening to those neutrons? They're not they're not splitting the neutrons up because it, that fusion's not like subatomic. I'd, but anyway, a neutronic fusion basically means that you can just got like pure electrons coming out, and you can just tap into them. So you won't even need a steam turbine. You could just I don't know. Well, you can't just stick a copper wire in it because it will vaporize. Oh, that, that'll hurt. That will if you stick a car stick a copper wire in someone's anus as much as a usb cable in your, in your jap side yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. that was a horrible episode Henry. i i winced i winced I'm still... that. <laughs> that was a bit you know when you breathe out quite quite loudly oh when you do the electrician's estimate how much is that going to yeah, cost yeah. you oh the plumber the plumber gets in and it's like oh does, does it need a new ball cop Oh, it's going to need more than that. Um, yes, yeah, so aneutronic fusion. Well, the thing is, is the moon real? Is it made of cheese? Or is it just a piece of solidified plasma what in the sky? It, if, it, if the moon was made of cheese, what cheese would it be? Cathedral City. Oh, oh it's not even worth exploiting it if it's Cathedral City. I mean, that's just like... <laughs> Collier's. 
Colliers. It's vintage, vintage cathedral. Oh, so. I, I mean, if I tell you what, what if like the moon was like various types of cheese? So you had like the the the, the fondue um, lakes and uh, the blue cheese mines and and the Colliers uh, mountains and Ooh. maybe a bit of Gorgonzola and Parmesan deserts and oh god, and, we can imagine the smell of that. And, oh, yeah. The, Why do you think we've never been back before? Uh, it's oh, like, you, you, you know don't... when you've had a night in the beer and you've been farting all night and you go out for a piss and then you come back in and, then you, and you well, hit the wall, don't you? <laughs> I can tell you ex- I, exactly what uh, Parmesan smells like. It's baby sick because... Uh, oh. I, I, I remember once I was looking after um, neighbours' kids and... Uh, you fed them Parmesan? No, no. <laughs> The, the the kids came down. They were all in bed, so it was just a case of, hey, uh, go over to our house, drink beer, watch TV, and we'll give you a ten for the end of the night. So like, yeah, okay. And when the kids came down, it's like, oh, hey, Hobbit, um, the baby's been sick, and it's like, wow, okay, that smells bad. It's like, what's she had? Cheese sandwich. Okay. Uh, yeah, but the, the smell of baby sick is the smell of parmesan. You gave so, a baby you know. a cheese sandwich. No, no, the mum gave. <laughs> well, she was. It weren't a baby then, was it? Well, <laughs> it, was like... in, it was in the crib, you it know. It was young child sick. It wasn't a baby sick. Oh, like, well, baby child. You can't give I'm a not... baby booze. Do you remember that <laughs> yes, from Vic Graves, do you? You can't give a baby booze. You put it's whiskey baby... on it, don't you? It's baby sham. It's baby sham. <laughs> booze with baby. Yeah, that's, that's it. Baby sham for babies. Um, what the fuck? Stashy's listening to garage music, is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got the energy to talk about alternative energy. So. Sorry, that's my tunes, mates. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So, do you guys do you guys want to mention what shit about wind and solar, or do you want me to go over it again? Uh, yeah, we'll go, go over it again. What, what do you want to start with? Uh, let's do balsa wood. Balsa wood um, propellers, which can't be reused, and they all got to be buried in landfill, uh, where they give off toxic greenhouse gases. Yeah, because wood decomposes, gives off carbon dioxide. How terrible. Can't be reused. Kills millions. If only we had something that kind of, I don't know, maybe breathed in carbon dioxide and breathed out oxygen. Do do you know of such a thing, Hobbit? Well, give me twenty million billion dollars in a research <laughs> grant, and I'll see if I can do do something about it. Um, but for the meantime, no, we we haven't got any solution like what you're proposing. No, 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 no. It's, it's just it's just crazy. I just, so in a... no, I tell, you, I tell you, that reminds me of an advert I saw. Um, I can't remember what the advert was for now, but it was like on there it said, and uh, we're we're putting these this seagrass in the sea because it it eats carbon. Carbon was what they just eats carbon, so you just throw carbon in there and it eats it. You're telling me if you chuck coal on it, it'll just go, yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, um, but this is the bollocks they talk now, don't they? They they don't talk in anything you can look up in a book, so you go, Oh, what eats carbon? and you go, Oh, nothing eats carbon. It's, uh, that's what they do. Rather than saying CO two, which is carbon and and oxygen, it's not just carbon, is it? it yeah, I think that's why they're trying to keep calling it carbon because otherwise, if they say CO two, it's like what you mean that thing that plants breathe, the thing that like if the plants <laughs> do not have else, it, yeah. 
Yeah, that like if they didn't do it, we wouldn't have oxygen to breathe. So like, are you questioning the science, Hemi? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy buy a ray because it's the carbon. It's the carbon's going to do us all. Yeah, the the science is settled as plate tectonics. Yeah, uh, this is. I I wanted to do an aside, which is actually related to alternative energies, right? Because Earth and Sun and all that. Um, flat Earthers, you you oh, know shit. I'm simply. Oh. I'm trigger as warning. You know, trigger warning. Yeah. As as people may well know, I am sympathetic to the flat Earth stuff. But how does plate tectonics and earthquakes work on the flat Earth? How model? the fuck? How does that work? Like uh, electromagnets. Can we ask ICP? They would they know? You know what? I wouldn't mind getting ICP on the show to talk about this sort of stuff. So I want to talk. I want to on JDLE to talk about cooking. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I am going to have some violent words with uh, Violent Bob when he gets on. <laughs> no, um, that was Shaggy. Hey. It was Shaggy's. You didn't mind Violent. Oh, Violent J's where he was cooking the actual pot, actual pot weren't he? It, where it's just like, yeah, in order to make molten cheese, I put it in the plastic pot and wait for the cheese to melt. Uh, for the, the plastic, plastic to melt into the cheese. <laughs> the cheese to melt, the plastic. Is, is that how they make um, uh, plasticized cheese? You, you know, where they get the. <laughs> That cheese they, they put yeah, Violet J makes it all in his in his in his. Uh, <laughs> in his That's we're getting plastics in the food. Yeah. Violet J's just fucking with us. Yeah. Anyway, back to the back to the subject of it. I'm sorry. Yeah, so wind power is a load of bollocks, and it takes more energy to make these things than it does. And it's not just a case of right, you've plonked down your wind turbine, and there it goes. No, because like it'll only last for twenty years if you're really lucky. Um, when it freezes over, you need to send a helicopter up there to uh, pour um, antifreeze on it. So the helicopter's using avgas, which is a fossil fuel. I'm doing air quotes there, uh, radio listeners. And uh, the antifreeze is also what uh, fossil fuels. What is? How do you make antifreeze? I know you shouldn't drink it unless you ferment it. Is antifreeze a fossil fossil fuel? Question mark. Um, antifreeze, an overload, science director. Methanol is antifreeze. Well, anyway, suffice to say, wind turbines, they're not a healthy way to make power. And the other thing is, and this is probably the big thing, right? So, like, all, all the environmentalist backtards, um, they... oh, 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 yes, yes. Uh, well, that turned out. But it's only okay if you put in like less methanol than there is ethanol, because uh, the ethanol. No, well, I don't, I don't think pet. Well, some dogs like beer. Oh, oh, yeah, it's not... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, uh, Brucey says, antifreeze is propylene glycol. I can't hear Hemi. It's all right. <laughs> I've muted, bo I've muted uh, both me and OBS. Because I, I really need to put voice meter back in, because it was so much easier. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. So, uh, hello, uh, everybody. Hope you can hear us again, and... Uh, no, you, so, they've been able to hear you all along, just me when I came back from going to get a cider. 
Oh, yeah, because the microphone controls separate from desktop mm. audio, which is mm. what they'll be hearing. So, yeah, now, um, the wind turbines, you you need a diesel or gas turbine in oh, the background. For anybody who didn't hear what I said, I was just talking about the cats drinking the... Uh, Propylene glycol yeah. from leaking from cars and such, dying. Yeah. Um, so, so, anyway, uh, why are we talking about antifreeze and helicopters? Oh, yeah, because the wind turbines, if they freeze up, you need to send a helicopter up there to unfreeze them. Mm. Uh, so that's very clean. And then also, the, every wind t behind every wind turbine, you've got a gas turbine, which burns either natural gas imported from Russia, in our case, uh, or uh, diesel, which, you know, comes from, well, Saudi Arabia. Thanks, thanks uh, North Sea Oil. Um, and... The reason for that is, so let's say you've got a, a wind turbine and it's rated to give you, let's just say 100 megawatts, but it's a really quiet day, so you're only getting 5 megawatts for it, or you're getting 0 megawatts. You've got to have a diesel generator, which is rated up to 100 megawatts, so it can give 100% capacity. And... The idea behind that is, like, say you're getting 100, say, say it's a really windy day, and you're getting 100 megawatts from your wind turbine. Great. Well, you can't turn off the diesel generator because, as we've all seen from clouds and trees and and walking around, we know that it can be really blustery, and then suddenly it will stop. I mean, that's no good for like running an electric grid where you've got like 100 watts, 100 watts all, and then just for a split second you've got zero. Uh, so you need that diesel generator to, to be idling all the time the wind generator is going. So wind wind power is basically just diesel power. It's a, it's a bit like your Extinction Rebellion event where you hide the diesel generator under pallets and a load of crap, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, actually exactly, exactly <laughs> like that. Because in all these wind farms, they always hide away the, uh, the gas generator or off-site or diesel generator. Uh, so you got that. Um, no, yeah, well, you uh, could... Did you, well, our main problem with re with the renew renewable stuff is storable energy, isn't it? Cause sure, yeah, sure, because surely... Because you, then you could have an electric... If you could store the energy, you could have an electric turbine, couldn't you? Yeah, you, you could have a... Um, probably the, the best way to do that at the moment is a, a gravity battery, where uh, one, one example is you, you fill up a, a reservoir of water... And then when there's like periods when the wind's not turning, you you go out. Um, but say like the wind's out for three days, but you've only got enough water in your reservoir for like three hours. Well, what are you going to do for... Great, so you've got three hours of power. What are you can do for the rest of it? Well, you need to turn something else on. Um, so there's a lot of problems with wind. I, I, why, why, look, are more, why are more water turbines, water wheels even using... So I, I know, um, was it Grand Designs once they did one where the bloke had a like a renewable energy house, but he had like a proper like sensible one where he actually had a he had a, he yeah. had a river running through his property, so he had a he had a water wheel, didn't? If he? you've got a stream or a river running through your property, that's a reliable source of power, and ever since the early Middle Ages, people have figured out how to harness that power, and the very first like factories were built on rivers because they were harnessing that power. So that's the thing. 
And the other thing I want to say, I'm not completely shitting on wind power. I mean, it's definitely there. You can definitely harness energy it's, from it's it. It's almost there, but not quite, isn't it? Like we said, if, if, there, was well, some way of, if there was some way of st storing the power used and then that was used to run the turbine, then... You well, Hemi, for centuries we have been using wind power in the age of sail and wind mm. windmills. So uh, the fact is, is that th this is a useful power. It's just for the current application it's not it's a complete fucking con and we gotta find a better way of doing it than like making balsa wood an endangered species um because the of all the illegal well, we need balsa wood to make little airplanes don't we yeah and, and those uh sticks to uh, the doctor puts on your tongue so they can look at your throat <laughs> um so very important for that so yeah that's the con now soda is also a con as well you need all sorts of nasty chemicals to um, to uh, purify the quartz. So you can't just use sand from the desert. It's got too many impurities in it. Well, you could use sand from the desert, but how do you separate out minerals which are almost the same mass and density as, as silica oxides, which is what you want? So it's easier to get quartz crystals because... Like, nature's done a lot of the work refining it for you. We're going to talk got... about that bit that I found, that crystal that's in the Google. We'll be talking about that later. Oh, yeah. Well, you can mention it once I've done my bit on solar, because that would segue it from quartz. So you got your quartz. You heat it up in, in a molten hot bath of coke and coal. Um, you need the coke and coal in order to get the... Uh, oxygen out for silicon so now you've got your nearly pure silicon except it's all sooty so you use hydrofluoric acid to um clean off all the uh, um, uh impurities and then you can start doing your stuff with the soda panels to to make it so again not a clean energy because that's coal powered well, isn't there hobbit or is that later in the well yeah the hydrofluoric acid is absolutely horrific fucking stuff and it's a deadly toxin, and it's just nasty fucking shit. And that's why nearly all of the soda panel production is done in China. And you don't want to see the industrial accidents involving soda panel production. It's, it's, it. I mean, it makes Hellraiser look like Teletubbies. So, uh, <laughs> what's uh, it make um, Teletubbies look like Hellraiser? Oh yeah, well, Teletubbies. What you find scarier, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I was going to say, t Teletubbies, <laughs> as we know, is, is not a picnic, so... Uh... Uh, so what do you know about Cold Fusion, Hobbit? Uno's mentioned Cold Fusion. Right, so it was one of those things that was talked about in the 90s, and I'm going to mention something where you may call it Cold Fusion, but I don't know. So there's two things. Um, cavitation of bubbles, like... When the bubbles implode, they give off a burst of light, and they found when the bubbles implode in water, they briefly go millions of degrees, so they're saying that uh, the cavitation is causing uh, cold fusion, and I don't know, and how do you harness that, because, uh, I, I, again, I don't know, it's like trying to bottle lightning, it just happens in a flash and it's gone. Um... Now, here's the thing. Not if you have a time machine, like in... Uh, or CERN. Yeah. So, I well, watched well, this... Can't, can't you power, power electricity off the portal to hell that they've opened at CERN? No, yeah. Yeah. Mentioned CERN. yeah, we need but to... That's only for the Swiss. Point. 
because I yeah, like, have, like I... a big a big air source heat pump from the uh, from the portal to hell. Yeah, well, CERN works on like microcosms at a time, right? So I've got a theory that CERN like centers into another dimension, like another yes. reality. They, yeah, I think they so much as admitted that when they turned on the large hard-on collider, that oh, yeah, the, the, yeah, well, that's what it is. That's what the BBC um, said it was. They, 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 want, they, they were searching for the goddamn particle, the Higgs boson, to open oh, up a portal yeah. into how. Uh, that's the thing that the media um, decided when, to. When did they open it? When did the portal open? Why didn't they call it the Yahweh? Why didn't they just call it the Yahweh? 2012. Oh, really? Yeah. Did they do it in 2012? Yeah, I swear yeah. it was 2012. Well, that's oh, why the world ended in 2012. We're just so like... what am I living in? Right yeah, now? we're in the multiverse. This is the multiverse well, theory. Oh shit! Am I in the shit Marvel one? Uh, I think yeah. I think there is a multiverse theory. <laughs> yes, um, we're living in Chris Chan's multiverse, where he's the oh, mayor God, of no. Quickville. God, <laughs> um, imagine like like centuries from now. When Chris Chan gets deified as the second coming of Christ, and they said when he came to them that he told the truth, but they didn't like his message. Oh no! I, I uh, really, really don't hope that the they descent... didn't like his message or the fact he was banging his mum. Yeah. So I got two comments: a CERN have made Half Life become true and not just a video game. Yeah, think, that's and, right. Uh, Bruce Ekebert said it's Event Horizon. Yeah, yeah, it's, film, it's, 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 yeah, it is. So we don't need eyes where we're going, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not a case of don't need that, eyes. For me, that's where that film fell apart. Really, well, I love mate, that. <laughs> I think, that, I think that, that had the best reference. Son have made Half Life become true and not just a video game. <laughs> <laughs> well, Soylent Green. Soylent Green. I'll tell you, Uno, Soylent Green. That's a good call because I, I said to you on Twitter, didn't, didn't I, Hobbit? That, um, oh, that yeah, like, thing for scooping people up, just like, just like in. Is oh, it like the bin? Is it the bin truck? It's like a big. Actually, bin truck, I, I've Soylent seen it before. Green, as you know, there's no open-ended bin in the back to harvest the bodies. Mm. Um, I've seen it before. If you notice, there were steps on it as well as portals, so that you've got police that can shoot through the uh, bulldozer blade. Um, but getting back to Event Horizon, you remember like um, Natsok did that episode about uh, American Psycho, and I, yeah. I said, I figured this out. This is in the same universe as Warmer 40k, where <laughs> Event Horizon is also... Because Event Horizon is the yeah, first time... Uh, Walrus, Walrus, used to, Walrus has always said that, that Event Horizon is the prequel to uh, 40k, isn't it? It, it literally is. They they go into the first time of faster than light, light travel, Walrus Aurelius. He, he, yeah. they, they go faster than light, they encounter HAL, which is what the hyperspace is, and that's only later on do they figure out a getter field to keep the mm. demons from coming into the ship and yeah. turning the ship into a demon itself mm. or demon possessed. Mm. Um, yeah. So I always thought, I always thought event because uh, apparently there there was like, but it's all gone it's... now, isn't it? Apparently there was like a two hour cut of it, wasn't there? But but apparently like for like because it was old and people didn't keep shit like that back then it's all on it's all this it's now. it's an absolute tragedy that uh, all that footage of it is lost but i would that's... i i, th I think a wait there's a longer better sense. version of it yeah, yeah, yeah the... apparently there apparently there's a 2 hour cut of it but 
but the but the film doesn't even exist anymore. It, it got thrown away or recycled or something. Well, that's why I suspect it was actually... That's no excuse, yeah. I, 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 I suspect that there was some sort of, like, proper, like, um, occult, like, Satanist thing going on there, and that's why the, the footage is lost as a sacrifice. Yeah, but sure, no, no, but surely they would have put that out, wouldn't they? <laughs> no, maybe, well, maybe, no, did, maybe CERN retconned it. Films. Maybe CERN yeah. made it disappear. That's what happened. Yeah, that's it. CERN oh, apparently, it. Apparently, the removed scenes traumatized the testing group. Says Bruce. <laughs> really? Oh, <I> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking because the the bits we saw just you know gave enough of an inkling. I I think mm. it was too early. They, wasn't, they that, wasn't there like a longer orgy? Because there's like a I think there was more like orgy and orgy and death scenes, wasn't there, from the original crew? So I think that was alternative, alternative energy. So, so Slanesh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's it. And um, Patrick Bateman is an agent of Slanesh, trying to bring the chaos <laughs> goddess of hedonism into real life by murdering prostitutes. Uh, has anybody actually read like American Psycho? It's a weird book because. It's uh, the 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 book is actually about a slow descent into madness. Reading is for faggots. <laughs> the book is the book is the book is a the book is a slow descent into madness. So you go in like the first five chapters and you're like, this is boring as fuck. When is he going to start murdering some hookers? And then he starts murdering some hookers and you're like, oh, I wish he hadn't started murdering hookers. Then. <laughs> um, I think I might be sick now. <laughs> I people saying to me, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle uh, uh, Maintenance was a really good book. And then I read it. And it's basically just about this uh, single dad goes around America on a motorbike with his with the son. And he's, he's having a nervous breakdown because he's obsessing about what the word quality means. And he realizes it doesn't actually have a meaning. And then he just goes absolutely fucking mad. And he abandons his kid in, like, this trucker's stop somewhere in the toilets. And then he's like, oh, maybe that was a mistake. I should go back for him. And it's like, well, you're an arsehole. And how, how do people... It, it just goes to show what pieces of shit boomers are. And they're like, you should read Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. It's really good. You'll like it. Is it, is it like, is it like, um, is it like gross, gross over the top then? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like like it's literally a man's descent into madness as he rides around the desert in his motorbike and realizes that oh, he doesn't. Oh, Brucey like says, Brucey says, coincidentally, I watched In the Mouth of Madness last night. Good film. Sam Neil also goes mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like you, think Sam Neil you see Sam Neil. The first thing I ever saw Sam Neil is a great actor. Oh, the first on. thing I ever saw yeah. Sam Neil in was The Omen Three. So he's always been yeah. Damien for me. So it never shocks me when he's doing something evil. <laughs> I, I, I like it when he's in in the mouth of madness. And he's in the cinema watching himself on the screen and just laughing at all the shit that's happening to him, which is like, oh yeah, I've lived through that. Um, <laughs> I had a I had a similar experience in Tunbridge Wells once. This is in the day before sat <laughs> I found my way into Tunbridge Wells, but I couldn't find my way out of it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Sounds like that time I went to Wizbeach or Wizbekistan. <laughs> so how the hell do I get out of here? I I actually, despite all they've said about solar power, I still like it. But I I think the better way to do it is with solar furnaces. Which yeah, they kill birds, but you know at least the birds will be roasted, so the foxes will enjoy it. 
So, oh, solar furnace, you've got a load of mirrors pointed at one thing uh, where you've got a steam turbine, and um, because it's all shining on it, it, it gets very hot, so you can make a lot of steam, and it's... it's and you then know, you can also roast your enemies as well, couldn't you, Hubbard? Yeah. Yeah, you can point a parabolic mirror at them and just go, like, um, was it Pythagoras, where they... They were burning ships coming in with the <laughs> they polished the shields and you used them as mirrors and just shone them until the ships were on fire. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Um course, Myth Mythbusters tried to do a snopes on them saying, uh, actually you couldn't do it. You you'd need like uh this many shields to do it. And then I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but those guys can eat shit and die, so fuck that. Yeah. And also the oh, shields Jim, 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 when they did that, oh, 9-11, they, you can melt steel beams with jet fuel. <laughs> yeah. The only uh, Mythbusters I pay attention to is the one where they said that uh, mobile phones don't set petrol stations on fire. It's actually people and that, getting and that wasn't, their and that cars. Wasn't, and that wasn't Mythbusters, that was uh, Brainiac, wasn't it? No, I swear that was Mythbusters as well. Brainiac, the Brainiac, they did it, and the way to get the caravan to blow up was using a nylon jumper. Yeah, they sent a static spark from a nylon jumper, and it blew the caravan. Yeah, it's a, well, they proved it is when people get back in, in their one, cars though. while filling up the car. The static yeah. charge builds up when they ever, sit on the seat, and then when they get back that, out, it discharges. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've been walking along carpet in like a shopping centre before <laughs> and then gone to press the button Brainiac. on the lift and got a shock. According to International News, a Brainiac cooked an egg by burying it under a pile of ringing phones. Oof. Oh, but they <laughs> didn't. Oh, wow. Alphabet Cat says, so the book is better than Uno. Uh, define better. That, that, I, I, will, I, will say <laughs> this, I will say this about the book of American Psycho. It's the only book I've ever read where I actually felt my brain warp while I was reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, induce alpha waves. Oh, yeah, fucking grim. It is grim. <laughs> so last night, uh, Madfire knows I've I've seen this now, but yeah. I watched this five-hour-long talk, which actually wasn't even the whole thing. It got truncated no. at the end, and I was a bit annoyed about that because they were talking about the king. I don't of think Siberia. he's done episode seven or whatever it is, or he needs to do it. But basically, someone that sounds like my drug dealer is like, listen, fam, I was going <laughs> to tell you about Flat Earth and, and uh, the, the free energy. That and, and, he's, and, and he's like your cocaine dealer, so you're hanging on yeah. every word. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> you're basically just right. like waiting for him to get to the point so then he'll sell you some drugs. So five hours later. So about the king in sober. Yeah, you're going to sell me drugs or what? <laughs> oh, do you want to hear the story? Well, actually, yeah, no, I do really. now, but also drugs. <laughs> so, I'm not here um, for the story, pal. Just be cold well, about it. Be like, oh, I don't want to hear story. I just got annoyed drugs. with his voice. You watched it anyway. watching it. <laughs> oh, no, that's the thing, right? So this is... I actually wanted to mention a bit about... Um, now, I get the two mixed up. Chatsworth House and Chatham yeah. House. Which one is it, Matt? Chatsworth. Uh, I think it's, it's Chatsworth House in the in yeah, because where I'm from, Derbyshire. Yeah, Chatsworth House. Uh, doxed. Ah, hey, doxed. Did Did you know <laughs> that in Derby they have the Thai Lady Boy um, Championships? 
That's scary. That is kind of scary. How do you win? How do you win the Thai Lady Boy Championships? By being. How do you know how it? I assume they base on. You won it yet? Well, this is the thing. When when my mate Dave. Yeah, your mate Dave. You. Yeah, yeah. This person, this person I know, who's absolutely isn't me. So stop it. So he was going to university in Derby, and then I'm I'm. Lady boy. So it's the, it's the last year he's in there, and he and he leaves, and I said to oh, him, the missus, the missus said, are you coming up for the Conquer Championships? I've never done Conquers before, but yeah, that's that's uh, I might might have to might have to do that. Oh, Ho- hopefully by then petrol will be off rationing. So we'll <laughs> it's like it's off rationing now. Just go down the fucking Shella, gypsy yeah. camp. Shella's You'll be able to buy some. Shall I stop doing it? They they were rushing in before. It's it's pretty fun, Hobbit. You smash mm. balls together. <laughs> yeah. Just go down. Just go down your local traveller site and ask to buy some petrol. So at Chatsworth House, they have these water fountains which are used to push away the lady boys towards Derby. And a uh, very interesting man who is the gardener in Chatsworth. Is it Chatham? Chat. Is the one in Derbyshire? Chat something. Else. Chatsworth. Chat something out. Chat chat, 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 so, chat house. Chat so in 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 chapter house they they had this fountain and it was made by who eventually became Sir Paxton but before then he was just uh, Mr Paxton the gardener. Yeah, Mr Paxton was a very game over man. Actually, I can go on his Wikipedia page. Let's just read a bit about Sir Paxton because this is what I was talking to my friend Ask if he's alive, about if he's real. Or not. Uh, oh right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is Hopefully the thing, actually. Not be real, <laughs> because when I when I go on uh, uh, um, the fi- the thing about uh, Mr. Paxton's uh, thing, um, you you may say, "Hang on, this sounds like uh, another." Um, Another, uh, God, what's the fucking name? Uh, you, you know that bloke who did the double decker jump and killed Jill Dando? Oh, uh, and... Barry, Barry, Barry Scott, uh, Barry, Barry Allen. Scott. Oh, I know, the dude who done the double decker bus jump. Who's the one that, who's the one that shot the allegedly? Who's the one that allegedly didn't shoot Jill Dando? Yeah, who's <laughs> the one that didn't shoot Jill Barry Dando? George. Barry George, Barry. that's it, have it. <laughs> right, okay. I found this. I kept typing in John Paxton, but it's jo- Joseph Paxton, Jos F. Paxton. So let me let me read you the Wikipedia about Joseph Paxton and all the things he's done. So early life, um, he was the seventh son of a farming family in Milton Bryan, Bedfordshire. Is he the seventh son of a seventh son? Because um, seventh son. Yeah. Um, so he became garden boy at the age of fifteen for Sir Gregory Osborne Page Turner. That's not a real name. Page that is, Turner. Yeah, fuck off with that real name. Mr. P. I. Staker. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. It, Peter Ian Staker. Sir Gregory Sir Gregory Osborne Page Turner. What's your hobbies? Reading. Reading. Um, reading. So uh, me. um Basically, so, he was a bitch in the EO days. Basically, so, uh, after several moves, he obtained a position in 1823 at the Hort- Horticultural Society's Chiswick Gardens. 
But Chiswick. no, this is not about Chiswick. It's about Chatsworth. Chiswick. Chiswick. Ch- I said Chatsworth. Yes, no, you're Chiswick. right. It, it... I said Chiswick. No, yeah, Chatsworth. Him on Chiswick. He's famous for Chatsworth Gardens. He's got nothing Chiswick. to do with, with Chiswick right. House. Ratings for Grug Chiswick. Oh my God, Hobbit, what are you doing? Hobbit, right. is Chiswick. Let me read out the okay, first. Hobbit? Let me read out the first sentence for Chatsworth. Are you having a heart attack, Hobbit? <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> the Horticultural Society's gardens were close to the gardens. Not your of... average haughty. Fu- you don't look like your average haughty <laughs> fucking. He's having a stroke, lad. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that from Luckstuck? You don't look like your average haughty yeah. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, because they were into a different <laughs> type of horticulture. <laughs> um, the Horticultural Society's gardens were close to the gardens of William Cavendish, Sixth Duke of Devonshire, at Chiswick. De- oh, oh, Devonshire. <laughs> They call it Devonshire now. At Chiswick House, as you said, Chis- Chiswick, Chiswick House. That's the it. Duke met the young gardener as he strolled in his go- young gardener. Why, why are you no. reading Lord Chatterley's boyfriend or something, Hobbit? I am. You don't reading look like your average horticulturist. You got a five kilo bag of fertilizer in one hand and a drunk bird in the other hand. <laughs> I'm reading the early life of Joseph Paxton, who done did some interesting things with alternative energies, and this is when they get into the real meat of the matter. Wait, it sounds like he did some in, did some interesting stuff with his gardener, didn't it? The, 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 to real, the real first quencher in this issue is water, and how do we get energy from it? Because that's what Brutus kept trying to, like... You know, egg me on. It's like, come on. Get... Yeah, Brutus. yeah, but Brut- yeah. Brutus, Brutus also put forward a lot of other things that we should do. Yeah. Probably aren't going to uh, do Ultimately, the Brutus mm. plan is a selfish plan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yes, it is. Uh, Brutus. Water, question mark, question mark, chalet in the Alps with hot smoke. And two kids. I'm not sure if the two kids are related to him or not. I think that was optional. Um, yeah, that's probably optional. The Brutus, if you're listening, you can do this it's at optional. home. You can Thanks, make Kaber. it. Caber, if you're listening, come back to us. Yes. I, I promise not to be toxic masculine anymore. Um, <laughs> Me and Captain now, promise to be good boys. Yes. <laughs> they just getting their life on track. Thank actually, you, no, literally, life. in case of Capstan, he is a good boy getting his life on track, going to school. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So uh, now uh, this is take notes. You can make this fuel cell. There's a patent for it. I saw somewhere. You get um. Chatterhouses at Sir James Square, London. By the way. Yeah. No, he's right. Chatham House is a London think tank. Like it's common purpose tier stuff. So it's uh. That might be why do people say cultural Marxist not common purpose. We need to do an episode on Common Purpose, because well, yeah, that shit to, is yeah. really fucking sinister. We've we done an episode on Common Purpose. I no, know I keep mentioning that it. That shit's really fucking sinister, and it really... Everything oh, yeah. I don't like is cultural... Krista Dick and stuff like that, she's all into it. But anyway, if uh, you want to make... D- uh, Cameron. Cameron was another Common Purpose graduate. Yeah. If, if you want to get electricity from water, and you're looking for just a quick and easy way of doing it, you get... um. Electro, you get electrodes. You make them out of aluminium, mercury. Now, an electrode is just a rod, but you can also make it sheets. You want as much surface area as possible, so you can thin you lick rods. Aluminium, mercury. Oh, sorry, no. 
Yeah, one electrode of aluminium, one electrode of magnesium. I'm sorry, and oh, okay. what happens? So and then you put magnesium your water. Was fun when I was at school in the science lab. Magnesium's fun for any time of the year, fun, especially yeah. bonfire night. Um, <laughs> what to throw some on the fire? <laughs> yeah, it's great stuff. Oh, look, it's gone green. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oops. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's gone. It's gone blinding white. I've got retina what's, burn. What's, what's yeah. more fun, magnesium on a fire or cesium in a swimming pool? I'm gonna throw all of this magnesium on this fire, and now oh, I'm right. Oh, what's what's more fun? What's more fun, magnesium on a fire or cesium in a swimming pool? I, I would like to be high above a lake and just drop a kilogram of cesium into it and just <laughs> watch, watch, you know, depth charge. Yeah, just watch <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 gonna go. It's gonna go. Science. Actually, you know what would be quite fun is actually having like um a boat with its hull made out of potassium, and it's like. Because potassium floats on water, so if you had to make that, you'd be guaranteed it wouldn't sink, except the potassium would start to dissolve and then catch on do you fire. Mean, do you remember when they did the aluminium boat on the, uh, when they tried and did the, where they tried to recreate that scene from Volcano, was it? <laughs> With the boat um, on the lake. I've never seen Volcano. <gasps> I've I've never watched film. I've never watched Volcano or Dante's Peak, I and mean, I'm quite proud mm. of that. Volcano is actually a pretty good film. Oh. But, this is Isn't that so, the one where the old woman like dies in boiling water? Oh, uh, I think so, yeah. The one where a volcano opens up well, underneath. Dante's, um, Pe Dante's Peak has got um, Pierce Brosnan in it. I don't know. Was this yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Volcano yeah. Yeah, Tommy Lee uh, Jones, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Was this a prequel to Final Destination, where like all the teens <laughs> die in like gruesome and hilarious ways? Peak isn't too bad though. Like I haven't watched it since I was like a teenager. Yeah. But... My my favourite one is like the teen who's like a bit of a mean bitch, and she dies in the sun tanning booth because she can't open the door. Ha! <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. So now yeah. I mentioned about I mentioned. Stuff. I mentioned never, about never water. Never ever watch Final Destination. Is it the Final Destination or Final Destination? The final one. Final Destination. The, the, oh, that, the one the with CGI blood and stuff. All oh, right, really yeah. That is. is that the roller coaster one? I think it. No, it's the cinema one. No. Is it a cinema? All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, the cinema one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just got really tired after a while. Like the first two were actually really good, really good premises. But then oh, they I remember, just. I remember watching the making of the second. One. You know the bit where the logs are bouncing along the floor. They had to do it in CGI because they tried everything to do it practically, but they couldn't get the logs to bounce like that. Uh, well, why didn't they just do it what they did in, in Star yeah. Trek with the polystyrene molders? <laughs> it looks good. Well, for apparently, they tried CGI. absolutely everything to do it practically, but they just couldn't get the log, log the logs to bounce properly. Hey, if it was good enough for Star Trek, the original series, then the polystyrene, make, make do. Um, so, I, 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 the reason I mention about water is because it will come up when I'm talking about Joseph Paxton. Now, Joseph Paxton sounds like a, a ye olde days um, uh, Barry Scott. So, <laughs> ye olde he does not... Barry Bang! Yeah. <laughs> Bang! Bang! It's gone. gone. Hi, I'm Barry Scott. <laughs> I'm Barry Scott and I'm deaf. <laughs> I'm, I'm Barry Scott and I can jump over double decker buses and kill Jill Dando, even though I'm functionally retarded. 
No, that's Barry George. Barry George. We need, we need, to, do, we need to do the case for Barry George killing. You know, the biggest conspiracy about, yeah. about Jill Dando was that Barry Scott didn't do it. Barry, oh, yeah. Barry George. Bang, and the bitch is gone. Yeah, bang, and Jill Dando's gone. <laughs> So, right, I got, I got to read. The, this is from Wikipedia, so you know it's good as gold, apparently. Uh, it's good, as good as Snopes. It's Does good as Snopes. So, about our segways yet? Yep. So, twenty-year-old 20 Paxton became positioned a head gardener at Chatsworth, which was considered one of the finest landscape gardens of the time. Capstan. So, um, yeah, uh, Paxton Capstan. Now, All right. it mentions here, although the Duke was in Russia. The, the Duke of Devonshire, Paxton set off at Chatsworth on the Chesterfield coach riding at Chatsworth at half past four in the morning. So this is 4.30am. The sun's not up. Dear By diary, own... I'm on the coach. It's half past four. <laughs> is, this, is, this, is it a dear diary thing? Then, is it? it is. It is. Because, <laughs> like, oh, you know? well, I mean, they say the coach leaves at half four. Whatever. Did, did he have a phone call and he had his big mobile? And he said, I'm on the coach. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you see, back in the olden days, the mobile phones were clockwork, so you, uh, you had to wind, wind it up first. And um, <laughs> but by his own account, steampunk mobile phones. <laughs> steampunk has an idea. Well, the, the 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 original telephones, you had to like wind it up in order to uh, connect. By his own account, he had explored the gardens after scaling the kitchen garden wall. Set the staff to work. So imagine this stranger, oh, this so fifteen-year-old, like, hopped over the wall and went, "Oh, you do that, you do that, you do the other." Is that so? This this fifteen-year-old boy. It's you know half past four in the morning, and he's he's you know kicking the staff up. You know this little teenager. It's like, come on, we're going to do some gun. It's like, what? It's dark. Who are you? Why are the guards? But anyway, so he set the staff to work. He'd eaten breakfast, so you know he's helped himself to some food. He so he's eating breakfast. He'd he obviously had his Weetabix, by the way, the staff were listening to him. But you see, back in the olden days, they didn't have Weetabix, so he had to like wind oh, them up. Oh, no. And, yeah. What did everyone do before Weetabix? So he'd eaten breakfast with I the thought, housekeeper. I thought of the sequel to Clockwork Orange, Clockwork Weetabix. Ha ha. Well, yeah, maybe a Clockwork Boiled Egg. Yeah, uh, Eating breakfast with the housekeeper, and he met his future wife, Sarah Brown, the housekeeper's niece, completing his first morning's work before nine o'clock. So, what? Super child. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I got there at half past four, and nobody knew me. I scaled the wall, and rather than saying, you're trespassing, get the fuck out of here, um, or, you know, we're going to beat you up. There's just like, oh, yeah, got all the work done by nine o'clock, you it's know. It's like I've always hoping... said, if you walk if you walk in somewhere with the right amount of authority, you can get away with whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, but can a 15-year-old do that? Yeah. How many 15-year-olds <laughs> do you know have the command and authority that... If a, if a 15-year-old came Barclay. into your house... Barclay. So, if Barclay <laughs> came into your house at half past four, it's just, come there, me, get up, we've got to do some work today. We'll get all your work done by nine o'clock if you just follow my instructions. <laughs> That's half day. It just, that's literally what I did. You said, do you want a half day? I'll sort you out. <laughs> One of Paxton's first projects was to redesign the garden around the new north wing of the house and expand Churchworth collection of conifers. So was he actually year... contract to do this, or he just thought, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll have a go." At, uh, yeah, fuck it. It's never actually stated. It's kind of just like he turned <laughs> up, and uh, I guess the Duke was like, "Well, this boy's willing to do all this work," but 
Right, this is where it gets weird, right? I mean, okay, it's not weird like you're breaking into this stately home at 4.30 in the morning, you've roused up all the staff, and you've got, you've got all the work done before 9 o'clock, and now you've, like, you've engaged, um, you've chatted up the housekeeper's niece, and it's like, you're my wife now. Um, but, so, right, 40-acre arboretum, which still exists, so the arboretum there, that's his work. Now, he became skilled at moving mature trees. So this this is what 18, 1827, you know, 1830s round about then. So he's a fifteen year old boy, and it's like, yeah, that that giant redwood there, because there's redwood trees in this Chatsworth imported from America. He's just like, yeah, we're gonna uproot it now. How much does this weigh? Hundreds of fucking tons. Yeah, just get a couple of horses on it. We'll get that moved. Ah, yeah. good old horse and buggy, yeah. How do people people go like, yeah, we're going to uproot and move trees? This is bollocks. But anyway, it gets better. So, um, now he he gone and done a few other things. So let's see, skilled at moving mature trees. No citations given, by the way, for this moving mature trees. Just move trees with his mind, yeah. Yeah, I would love, love to see, like, some citations on... Sir Joseph Paxton moving mature trees, horse and buggy. Uh, <laughs> the largest weighing around eight tons, oh, only eight tons, was moved from Kettleston Road in, in Derby. Was moved from yep. Kettleston Road in Derby. That's it. Not told you where, it's just it was, was in Kettleston Road in Derby, and then he moved it. Along several large projects, Chatsworth for the Rock Garden, the Emperor Fountain, and the rebuilding of Edensall Village. The Emperor Fountain was built in 1844. It was twice the height of Nelson's column. Edensall. Pre- what, what, what is Edensall? Because I remember it from. Uh, oh shit! What's the song that? What's the? What's the hymn that? Edensall um, is a village in civil parish right. in Derbyshire, England. The population. Uh, it's until, the Cat uh, Stevens song, isn't it? Um, oh fuck! The 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 hymn. What was the hymn that that Cat Stevens sung? Moon shadow. Moon no, no, shadow. no. The the, the hymn. Um, Oh, what, the call to prayer when he became Yusuf Islam? No, 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 it was a Christian. It was when he was Christian. Oh, fuck. He wasn't it's, very uh... good Christian, was he? Oh, shit, no, it's it's going to come to me. Um, Mary had a little lamb. You know, like the first morning. Like, well, oh, morning has broken. Morning has broken. broken. Yes, yeah. uh, there's a line in that saying about Eden saw play. Morning has broken. Oh, Edensall Plain, yes, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Why me? It's been decades since I've heard that song. Oh, my dad used to have it on, a, on an eight track. Uh, my dad, <laughs> had the, my dad had the twelve inch, so yeah, I've wow. I've heard it. Um, so here's the thing, right? Twice the height of Nelson's column. Um, no, that yeah, what? Oh, oh, no, it wasn't. Well, hold on. No, no. Oh, mine is the yet. sunlight. Mine is the morning. Born of the one, lo- the one light. Edensall play. So, okay. Did you say twice the height of Nelson's yeah. column? So, the, em- the I've Emperor stu- Fountain I've built in eight- column. Oh, there is a citation. Right. So, it's called uh, Moon yeah. Gardening Hobbit. Cycle of the Moon give you the best veg. <sighs> ah, so the citation is given us page 30, the works of Sir Joseph Paxton, 1803 to 1865. So, uh, Paxton sounds like a proper lad, doesn't he? Well, this is 
thing. So he builds the Emperor Fountain, okay, which he guy. says, oh, yeah, gravity feeds into it, and it's got, like, a, a, a 40 uh, centimetre diameter iron pipe, and it shoots up water 90 metres tall. You fucking what? No, no mate. What no, kind of pressure must you get that? How do you get that pressure to do that? I, to, to be honest, I'm not sure if cast iron can survive those sorts of pressures, but I think it's more than just a, um, oh, they, they say here, the feeder lake above the hill in the gardens necessitated the excavation of 100,000 cubic yards of earth. Oh, yeah, and the navvies were really busy building um, canals, and, um, oh, and that's the other thing the drug dealer was saying in that five-hour video about, like, uh, all these canals around the world where they're just, like, they carve through rock like this, this canal in Greece I've never heard of. And it's incredible. I mean, it's not the scale of the Panama Canal, but it's like, you're telling me, like, navvies who were eating, like, uh, 20 well, that, steaks that a day. Big and... That big ends, though, Hobbit. Well, yeah, because they're eating 20 steaks a day and, and drinking like a 20 pints. That was a, yeah. that was a, that was a phrase when I was a kid. God, I would not want to be digging up. I mean, like half the work the navvies must have been doing must have just been digging up lantrons because, what's like, the, what's navvy short? What's navvy short? Is navvy short? It, like... So the canals are eternal navigations, mm. and therefore the people working on the eternal navigations are navigators, hence navvies. Mm. Because uh, yeah, it, it's it seems strange to call like a route a navigation, but there you go. That's that's old English for you. Oh, there's a uh, yeah, because there's a pub in Stoke Bruin that's on the canal that's called the Navigation. Oh, well, there you go. Mm. Um, so eighteen thirty-two. So you know he's he's already like woken up all the staff at, at four half past four in the morning. So in 1832, it's like, oh, yeah, greenhouses. Well, we're not mass-producing uh, cast iron or glass in our country. Yeah, I'm going to have a go at that. So he designed, designed the buildings with forcing frames. Made, designed so you're glass saying houses. he's another one that's the most successful spastic ever, then, is he? Well, I'm not saying he's a spastic, but I'm just saying that... It, right, here's the thing. So if you just say, oh, yeah, he's a gardener and he designed a greenhouse, you'd be like, okay, that's plausible. But So he designed greenhouses, ridge and fire roofs, right angles at the morning and evening sun, engineers frame design at the maximum light, the forerunner of a modern greenhouse. So what's the, so what's the relevance to alternative energies then, Hobbit? Well, this is what I'm getting to, and that's why I mentioned with the Emperor Fountain. Like The Emperor Fountain used... Um, some sort of pre-reset uh, technology, and is based around water. And so what year is um, this? Uh, well, it, it's it's early nineteenth century, but I'm saying that the technology and this Chatsworth House fountain existed before then. It existed pre to, prior to the Great well, Mad, Reset. Mad Fuzz which... is saying the eighteen hundreds were like the weirdest decade. Maybe he picked. Oh man, they are. They're, yeah, that they're the weirdest fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, decade, yeah, century. century. I mean. I yeah. Decade, I mean century. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so um, that's why I mention all this stuff. So he'd sign greenhouses. Then he's like making these huge lilies, which he can like uh, rest to his his daughter on them. They're they're that they're, you know they're that big. Um, then he um he, he designs a banana. So, named after William Cavendish, the Cavendish bananas were cultivated by Paxton in the greenhouses of Chatsworth House in 1836. 
they account for the vast majority of bananas consumed in the Western world. So the banana he made is trendy banana. Is that is that where all these uh, evolution uh, like uh, the... the creationists come get it from the you know the banana fits in the hand. That's because yeah. of the guy, right? But like Joseph Paxton designed the seedless banana, so you know what? he just it's like oh I'm bored with doing greenhouses and and like gravity defying fountains which shoot water up ninety you know twice the height of Nelson's column ninety meters in the air. That's how many double decker buses is that? I don't know. He, wait, um, wait, he manipulated that's... genetics in the 1800s to create a seedless banana. Yeah, because, you know, as you do, you, you make a seedless banana. and then, Wait, you then know, you they call... didn't you at 15, Mavfaz. What the fuck were you doing? No, I was fucking playing Dota, mate. What the <laughs> fucking hell? No, fucking hell. <laughs> I was my life there. I could have Mad... been making seedless fucking bananas. I was doing <laughs> a paper That's when Mavfaz first fired up Dota, isn't it? He was 15. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... In 1836, he was like, I'm, I'm bored with the bananas, so I'll go back he's, to Greenhouse. He really houses. seems like a Paul Bunyan type, doesn't he? Yeah. Like a yeah. complete fictional character, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> so, 1836, Paxton, bored with, you know, in bananas, like, no, oh, I want to go back to greenhouses. He began construction of the Great Conservatory or Stove, a huge glass house, 69 metres long and 37 metres wide. That's uh, 227. When was this? 1930s? 19, 1836. That was before, yeah. like, gla like man glass manufacturing was, like, automated, wasn't it? Well, this is the thing, because um, <laughs> the largest she sheet glass available at the yeah. time, made by Robert Chance, was, as in you're having a fucking chance here, was three foot long. But, but, even, then... but the, eight the 1800s, like, mass manufacturer glass was full of imperfections, wasn't it? Because I've no. seen like 1800s glass, and it's like uh, it's like wobbly as fuck, isn't it? It's not straight. It's, Ex except it's, it's the stuff like... of the, gr the great conservatory of Chatsworth in the Crystal Palace, which we'll get on to. Yeah. Um, who my granddad has been to the Crystal Palace, so it's like there, Oh wow! Did you actually see it before it got torn down? Yeah, he was five years old when oh, wow. it, it burnt down, so he he does remember going to it. Um, so <laughs> burnt down. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, um, jet fuel melts glass yes. fuel beams. <laughs> melts cast iron. Yeah. Um, now, this this was designed... So, it, 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 Paxton didn't design it. Oh, we actually let, let somebody else take credit for once. Designed by the Six Dukes architect, Decimus Burton. Uh, Decimus? I am, Deci I am Decimus Burton, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife. <laughs> Well, there was a, there must I think hey, was, guys, we can't keep using John for fuck's sake when we rewrite history. Let's use some other names. We can't call him Dave or Frank. He's, he's yeah. got to be Decimus. Did, We've got a name of a fictional character. What do we call him? Decimus. There, there must have been some sort of fashion to name after him because, like, wasn't like Titus Cadbury as well? And uh, <laughs> anyway. So the columns and beams were made of cast iron. The architect, oh, that's it. Yeah, Robert Chance made, was making these three-foot-long bits of sheet glass, and then and Paxton says, "No, you don't want to be doing it like that. You want to be doing it like this." He says, rather than going, "You're just a fifteen-year-old gardener. What the fuck do you know?" Be like, "Oh yeah, you're right. I'm now able to knows make." What he's talking about. Let's listen to him. I think that's. Well, so... well, the thing is, supposedly back in those days, fifteen-year-olds were considered adults. Then weren't they? Yeah. They were. Uh... 
They were yeah, considered because, adults. You know, but... just like it's four what, thirty what in the you, morning. You, if, this... you live, if you live past the age of two, you were kind of adult. Yeah, but they've already so... been up the chimneys for five years. Yeah. They? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, fifteen years old. This this stranger, this intruder, has trespassed on your is grounds. He, it's half past four. Eating your wheat bix, stolen your yeah. your daughter, fucking creating a garden, fucking wheat bix. Is he the guy that Bert? Is he the guy that Bert from Mary Poppins is based? <laughs> so you know he's, he's kicking them all out the ass he's like come on see it's carpet dm seize the day and he's like oh it's not even done yet who are you you ain't my master and he's like i am now <laughs> so anyway Ro- robert chance said oh yeah you're you're right Miss, mr paxton or i i didn't know about making glass because i'm thick and i can now make glass sheets four foot long <laughs> chance produced four foot long sheets for paxton's benefit um the structure was heated by eight boilers using seven miles of iron pipe and cost more than thirty thousand pounds can't even buy a nissan micro for that price well maybe two anyway, in a central carriage when the tree queen was driven through, yeah, blah, 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 anyway. So then, Crystal Palace. Uh, you want the big greenhouse, do you? Yeah, I'll, I'll just make this massive greenhouse, which won't collapse in on itself, and it's amazing. And then, oh, sorry, you didn't want it in a high park. No, that's all right. Yeah, I know how to move eight-ton um, trees and uproot them with horse and cart. Yeah, I'll, I'll just bring down all this... This, this fragile, brittle glass and move it from High Park to Sydenham's. But, so... Now, green... that that there is a real thing we need to look into. Like, in again, the 1800s, there are so many instances of buildings being moved, right, wholesale, from one yeah. place to another. It's fucking weird, like... You know, and it, it doesn't just make not... sense. <laughs> and not a simple right. case of, like, well, you know, if you try to bring it down, the glass is probably going to crash and fall, and then it's going to yeah. fall and then, then the frames all. Oh collapse. yeah, did, did you know that? Uh, yeah, it was uh, University of Glasgow in Scotland. That was used to be in the city centre until they moved it out to the outskirts, down the west end, and they moved oh. that. They moved the whole building out there. So, so when you look at like Glasgow Uni now, it's like they supposedly moved it, the God. whole building. Yeah, that's yeah. so weird. <laughs> but then like, again... how did you do that though? Like brick by brick. Uh, I've been to the ruins of Minster Lovell, and there was a family, like a like a noble family there from Norfolk, and then they, after like 600 years of living in Minster Lovell, they moved back to Norfolk, but they took everything with them, and like that includes like ceilings, floors, stairways, there's just like a few walls and the dovecote left, and like... What sort of family is like, yeah, we're going to pick up all these, like, you know, dress... With horse and cart, remember? It's got to be horse and cart. You, got, yeah. you can't use anything else, right? The, yeah, these what... these dress sandstone yeah. blocks weighing, like, two tonnes each, and horse and cart them from Oxfordshire to East Anglia, wherever Norfolk is. And it's like, you fucking what? No. That's bollocks. <laughs> that's absolute bollocks. So... 1850, Royal Commission said, uh, well, no, more a case of uh, uh, Joseph Paxton going, it's like, only me? And no, you don't want to be doing it like that. I'll build you a greenhouse. Or I call it Crystal Palace. So, 1850, Royal Commission, you know, just like shit out of ideas. And Joseph Paxton comes up and is like, I'll build you a Crystal Palace. Um, oh, no, there's an inter- for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So apparently there was 245 designs, citation needed. 
none there, of which only two were remotely suitable, nor would take too long to build and be too permanent. Oh, yeah, yeah, because we don't want these buildings to be permanent. We don't, don't want these works of art being permanent. They've got to be taken down. There was an outcry by the public and parliament against desecration of Hyde Park. Yeah, we don't want the Crystal Palace in Hyde Park. That would be a real fucking eyesore, wouldn't it? Um, Paxton, he was visiting London in his capacity as director of Midland Railway. Yeah, so he's got bored with, like, genetically engineering bananas, bananas. and... <laughs> And telling Robert Chance, who's like the world's most preeminent glass maker, how to make it's like, no, nah, you're shit, mate. Look, this is how to make four foot long sheets of glass. And you, you know, don't want to do it like that. You <laughs> want to do it like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's doing all he's doing all this stuff, and he goes there, and he's like, yeah, I'm I'm the director of Midland fucking Railway now because that's, that's what. It's just an adjacent fucking interest to gardening and glass houses and genetically engineering seedless bananas. So it's like what? He's just like he's on his train. He's in London and he meets uh, John Ellis and John Ellis like, oh hello is sir, we're so thick in London. Is this England's Paul Bunyan? He's just really autistic and he just really <laughs> wants. Is to he a, a Either, This guy is the greatest con man in the world. That's one of the things. Barry George hasn't got yeah. shit on Sir Joseph Paxton. <laughs> so. <laughs> and bear in mind, this is alternative energies, right? Because yeah. he, must, he must have been taking some sort of like 19th century laudanum or methamphetamine. <laughs> because the amount of energy, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll get all, I'll get all the gardening work at Chatsworth House done before nine o'clock. Yeah, mate. I can't even see until it gets to six thirty a.m. It's fine, mate. It's no fun zone. No fun zone. Says to Sir Joseph Prankston, more like. <laughs> so, so, right. So he's what the fuck? He's, this um... isn't a bloke. This is a mythical creature. <laughs> It's it's actually a fairy. He's he's not. He's not really a human being. He's just like you know. He's he's um, Oberon, the king of the fairies. Like I'll build you a crystal palace. Um, Fairy. So 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 um. He met the chairman, John Ellis, who's also a member of Parliament. He happened to mention an idea he had for a hall, and Ellis promptly encouraged to produce some plans, provided that they could be ready in nine days. It's not days, I'll do that in four and a half days. I'll get it at half past four and get it all done. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll, I'll genetically engineer a pineapple. Oh, but that comes later. Anyway, so, unfortunately he was committed for the next few days but he still managed to do it in four and a half days because, you know, I mean, just designing the Crystal Palace, he just did it on the back of a fag packet. But fag packets didn't exist back then, so he invented fags. Napkin. And then it... He's got a napkin to, on his train when he's down, didn't he? He had to invent fag, fags first so he could write on yeah. the back of a fag Okay. Oh, he, he, scri- he scribbled the design on the back of an envelope. Oh, we got a brilliant facsimile for the first sketch here. This isn't. I mean, you look at this drawing and go like to myself, yeah, that's some proper detailed architectural. There's plans. actually, I found a picture of the scribble. Yeah. 
I, I, I put it there in in the general and fourteen, so you you can look at this this beautifully detailed. So everyone Wait. looking at that black and white photograph of Crystal Palace, which my granddad yeah. into, right? And when Hemi puts on the screen, you're going to see the drawing that's uh, Joseph Paxton. Oh, fuck. It's gonna be it's gonna be a bit blurred because that is totally. He, yeah, he just you know in between like designing. Like, like... That's, that's how big the actual like drawing was, right? <laughs> state of that look yeah, just in between genetically modifying bananas uprooting trees and moving them about and designing greenhouses and you know getting like a day's work done in four and a half hours of darkness it's just like yeah i'll, I'll knock you saying up so this drawing you know was presented to parliament parliament's like yeah that'll yeah. do <laughs> That's the, yeah, one. Like, that's, the, yeah. that's the one, mate. That's the one. Yeah, just, just, just give him like, like thirty thousand. You see all pounds, the splodges and fucking ink splod, the brown, the black ink splodges, and whatever that is going on in the corner. You see what's going on in the corner? What? I, I don't even, I don't even know. It's just, it's. it's like he's murdered like three people. It. Yeah. It's just... It also, it, it also had to invent the burger so he could eat one over it and he could he'd splosh fucking. <laughs> You think he was Get having like a, a nosebleed from all the cocaine he was doing until he was like <laughs> he's he's using having his corners of the paper up his nose, right? Yeah, yeah just like <laughs> that's what oh, the no. white splotches are on it. Are. It's just his marching powder. <laughs> so the black splotches are the real fucking the real the real fucking deep blood, aren't they? So, unfortunately, it was committed for the next few days, but the board meeting of the railway in Derby. So, so right, so he's he's the head of, you know, director of Midland Rail, and he's having a board meeting there about railways, but he's thinking about greenhouses because he's a gardener. So he was spent much of his time doodling on the sheet of blotting paper. At the end of the meeting, he held up his first sketch of the Crystal Palace, inspired <laughs> by Victoria Regia House. So this sketch, by the way, it's now in the Victorian Albert Museum. If you want to see it, and just like go, yeah, this is real. So just imagine he's having a ball beat, and they talk about railways and trains and passengers he's and sat, freight and he's all sat that. There, head on his chin, uh, 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 chin on his fist, you know, doodling yeah. that. Yeah, and, th and then they're just saying like, "Well, you've been busy, Sir Joseph Paxton. What you've been I, up to?" It's like, do you want to show you did in RE to the class? Do you want to show? Yeah, it's like something you did in RE when you were fucking bored when a teacher was trying to teach you about fucking other religions, right? You just doodle in the fucking corners. That's what. Yeah, that and, like. and that's it. And so he shows them that it's like, well, that's a that's a fantastic, beautiful drawing, and we're going to commission this Crystal Palace for you. But what's this got to do with railways? <laughs> so anyway, he just carries on with that. Oh my god, I just realised I've actually got, I haven't talked about John Hutchinson. We'll probably shoe on him in at the end of this. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We might, to, we might have to do part two another day. Two. So. <laughs> I think we've got. I think, I think we've got to carry Keep on going. talking about this bloke. He's yeah. a fucking genius, isn't he? We, we, could, we could probably squeeze a bit more energy out of this alternative energy, can't we? There's, there's, a, there's a bit more than just. Take a few my energy, hours. Hobbit. Take my energy, Hobbit. Yeah. So. Um, he completed the plans in presenting them to the commission, and then the commission were just like, fucking hell, mate. This is the <laughs> best mean... drawing I've ever seen. Move over L Ludwig Amatel Demmer. Move over Leonardo da Vinci. They even got shit on you and your blowing paper. And you imagine he's just telling them in, he's just like what wiped off like a banana peel from it. It's just like, oh, don't mind that. That's just a banana I designed of, you know, just a weekend project. You know, it's no fucking big deal, like genetically modifying a plant before genetic engineering exists. 
Um, Back before he even discovered. <laughs> even not, yeah. it's, not gene- it was it's like... not genetic engineering, though, is it? It's selective breeding, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, or you, Mr. Do you, or do you need just do it in a spare afternoon. Uh, yeah. All right then, Snopes, with your skepticism. Yeah, selective breeding takes thousands of years, and uh, well, I guess you know generations even, and he's done it in an afternoon. Yeah? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Though. Those guys, those guys, guys have bred normal pugs again, haven't they? Do you selectively breed a banana what don't have seeds? I don't. Uh, I don't know. But um, so you see now, <laughs> Paxton. Is this the inspiration well, for Rick and Morty? Money, 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 money. I know I'm in a meeting, but 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 I've 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 written this. Is it's a Crystal Palace? It's a Crystal Palace, money. It's a Crystal Palace, money. It's gonna be awesome, money. You got It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be great. You know, gonna build it. Gonna get the Queen of England. She's gonna give me all the money I need and royal ascent right there. Yeah, yeah. So. So you see, now he completed the birth. Now, dear listener, you may be shocked and aghast to hear this, right? But not everybody was on board with. You're looking at this plan. You could say, "How oh, could anybody?" Thank God, there's a sane person in the United Kingdom at this time. Money, money, no. money. I know, I know. It looks like looks like it's falling down, but it's not money. It's not money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at this, and it looks like a drawing of a five-year-old child. Uh, how's, where's the structural support? I don't know much about structural engineering, but it looks like it'll collapse under its own weight. <laughs> no it's my, it's my design. But did you know I'd made a banana with no seeds in it? I've designed a banana with no seeds in it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned myself into a eunuch banana. I'm eunuch Rick. <laughs> banana Rick. Banana Rick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, no, you see, yeah. the, the glasses gives it the structural integrity. It's fine, mate. It's fine. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll be, it'll be fine, buddy. There's lots of glass in it, buddy. <laughs> It's it's not a public health hazard, you know. When Queen Victoria walks in in it, it's not going to be a pane of glass that just slices her in twain. So now I need to give you all this preface because you may be surprised to hear that some of the commission uh, had some skepticism that this was a viable plan. <laughs> just no. no way. But get this right, it gets better. <laughs> It's like it's like you on that drawing. You've got the main the main thing, and then you've got what is that? Is that a plume of smoke coming out the side at the top too? No, no, it's the bandana he's put on it. What's this? What's this piece of red over here? Is this blood? It's a ponytail. It's a ponytail. You put Marty, Marty. I know I'm gonna put ponytail on it, but it's gonna look. It looks really cool. It's gonna flutter in the wind. It's gonna look badass. It's gonna be great. Someone, someone punched him in the nose, and he bled on the paper when they found the seed in their banana. Well, you see, that's what I'm, I'm thinking about. The alternative energies is he had so much marching powder. He needs to use the blotting paper to staunch the nosebleed. So. No, uh, yeah. Morty, Morty, we could have to go to an alternate universe. Morty, I've done all the coke, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> There's no coke left, Morty. So, he, um, he, uh, there was opposition for some members since another design was well into its planning stage. So, 
he gets the bright idea of saying like this this drawing here he sends it into the illustrated london news um so he bypassed the commission published design illustrated news to universal acclaim now there's no citation given for universal acclaim and i'm not a historian but i'm looking at this drawing and i'm thinking of 19th century ben i don't think this met with universal acclaim i think people were looking at it's like Oh, it's delightful that they're letting children send in their drawings. <laughs> oh, look, they're letting retards have jobs now. That's cute. <laughs> it's it, and then and then it's like it's my, by, by Joseph Paxton, twenty-seven and three quarters. Was he oh. only twenty-seven when he did this? Uh, actually, how old was he? This was in eighteen fifty, and when was he born? Nineteen eighty-three. Uh, he, so he's so like forty-seven. You, uh, oh, by jo- by Joseph Paxton, forty-seven and one-third. It's like, mm, yeah. I reckon he said it like that as well. I'm forty-one and one-third. <laughs> so, Joseph Paxton. Uh, now, here we go. So, so we're just going to assume. Oh, sorry, sorry, Hobby. I've just typed in. I've just googled. I've just duck duck goed Joseph Paxton Snopes, and it doesn't. Why'd you do it? <laughs> and it doesn't, and it doesn't, and it doesn't say anything about him. That means it's all true, a bit. So, in that case, uh, forgive me, audience, for being a little bit like incredulous here, because yep. it just seems a bit outlandish that one man did so much. But so, so Joseph Paxton, right? So, everyone, universal acclaim. We we'll just have to accept that that's true because it's what it says here, and as we know, we didn't have an infallible sort of. And they had to do something, Hobbit. What, sorry? They didn't have internet back- porn back then. They had to do something. Yeah, no, yeah. They had they... those what the butler saw um, peep machines, didn't they? <laughs> and they had prostitutes. Yeah. Prostitutes, someone did they, loved did you, they no matter prostit- who you were. Did they have prostitutes? I've been listening to Murder Mile. Fuck me, they had prostitutes. Coming out <laughs> of the yeah. <laughs> So, the, its novelty was its revolutionary modular prefabricated design. Yeah, yeah, I've just made which a whole bunch of these. Yeah, it's just I, I made up a whole bunch of these these greenhouses. I'll just, you know, I'll um I'll flat pack them, stick them on the horse and cart, and they'll be in London before Morty. you can say Mo- Mo- Morty, you don't understand Morty. It's like a greenhouse but bigger, Morty. <laughs> it's prefabricated, it's it's gonna be built really quickly, it's great Morty. it's modular design. <laughs> why do you just do it? Why do you just do Trump? Why can't you do I, I because you I can't I can't do it so you know no, but anyway why Trump do you do, why you do a Morty impression I bet you can do a Morty can't you Hobbit oh 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 Rick <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna Rick, work Rick yeah you just got a fall... uh, Rick Rick I think it's gonna fall over Rick <laughs> just, just no. Mar- Marty it's gonna be fine. Yeah. 19th century roads are pockmarked and suspension on horse and buggies aren't very good. I think the glass might break. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so here we go. Money, 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 I've invented polystyrene money. <laughs> <laughs> I've invented air suspension water. Um, have you ever watched the one where they go to the planet where they live the perch? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. I, watched yeah, I, need, to, I need to watch that one. I've I've watched a couple of clips from it. I've watched the one where he he like brain damages Morty, 
and then they go on adventures for dipping sauce for the chicken nuggets. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, the Szechuan sauce. And I've seen the one Body. where he Body. has... I need to get my Szechuan sauce, Body. I've seen the Pickle Rick episode where he makes the uh, battery-powered laser cannon. Yeah. And uh, I've seen the one where he makes the robot that fetches him butter. Okay, okay, yeah. guys, I'm calling bullshit on this because uh, supposedly um, <clears throat> the first ever automatic or should we say mass-produced glass manufacturing started in 1903. Well, look, and... yeah, Snopes hasn't got anything on it, man. So yeah, but, it's Snopes, yeah, but like yeah. Brucey Kibbert said, he's literally Morty. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you see one of the I'm things Greenhouse that... Rick <laughs> <laughs> I took I took myself into Crystal Palace <laughs> So here we go. So it's designer glass. Glazing was carried out from special trolleys. Doesn't say what's special about the trolleys and was fast. <laughs> One man managed to fit yeah, 108 trolleys. Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pilot episode special. of Rick and Morty is really bad. Yeah, it is really poor. So he managed to fix 108 oh, yeah. panes in a single day. No citations given to this, but you just got to accept it. Citation pal- needed. So the, the palace. Gun. For fuck's sake, you had a portal gun. Why are there no <laughs> citations to any of this? Why is there not even a citation needed thing on it? <laughs> the, the, this palace is enormous, right? So I'm going to give you in, in old money and new money. So it's 1,848 foot long, 563 metres. 408 foot wide, 124 metres. 108 foot high, 33 metres tall. And cast iron and 19th century glass before ma- glass was mass produced. Yeah. 1903. Like, holy Excellent. shit. Excellent. And, Amazing. And so uh, it required 4,500 tons of iron. Like, that thing to the left hand side of his blutter drawing, is that a shake weight? Did he invent, did he invent the shake weight? <laughs> hey, how many, how many and that's people. A, and is that a hail hauler to the right of the shake <laughs> weight? Is that a hail hauler? How many, how many cross-eyed, disabled, working-class people died in the Yorkshire mine to produce this bullshit? I, I, I mean, it, it's incredible. So, he, he used... Um, have we got Body, 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 uh... don't say anything. I've just invented mass-produced glass. Body, Body, Body. You know what you need, Hemi? You need that clip from the guy from uh, Star Trek, you know, Captain Riker, going, nope, didn't happen. Nope. nope didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. oh, it wasn't real. It wasn't real. It was all fiction. Yeah, <laughs> three stories. We made three it up. Story, three stories. Yeah, one, where is that? One, one of the guys like the Barry George of his age, too. He's Rick. He's Rick from Rick from Rick and Morty. So, no. uh, Which is real? None of them are true. They're all bollocks. Uh, I, I don't know, Sir Paxton. It seems a bit implausible that you could get this all built in such time. No, it's it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. Right, so here we go. So I he's got all the numbers here. So so I've given you the measurements. So eighteen hundred and forty eight foot long, four hundred and eight foot wide, hundred and eight foot high, four and a half thousand tons of iron, sixty thousand square foot of timber, two fat two hundred thousand two two hundred and ninety nearly 
nearly 300,000 panes of glass, minus 7,000 from that number, and write it down. You can, you can see the number I can't pronounce there. Um, yet it took over, it took 2,000 men just eight months to build and cost £79,800. That's a lot of money, though, isn't it? One of those two thousand men to build. That was a fuck ton of money. That was probably that was probably a couple of mil now, isn't it? Isn't there some sort of um, inflationary? But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How, how how much was it back then? Seventy nine thousand in. It was seventy nine thousand eight hundred in. Eighteen fifty was it? Eighteen fifty. Eighteen. Yeah. Are you telling me a thing made of iron and glass was destroyed by fire in 1936? <laughs> well, it did have it did have wooden timbers as well, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it so it, here we go. It was um, I mean, the thing is, they could have just waited until World War Two and just stole the evil Nazis, bombed okay, it. Do you, you want to do some? Do you want to do some really fast? So a hundred thousand in eighteen fifty is worth uh, three and a half million today. So yeah. do the math. Three and a so this... half mil times not point eight, isn't it? So this 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 um, crystal palace is worth three million in today's money. But I mean the the thing's enormous. That you would not build something like that for three million pounds. I mean, well, that you should could... be a waste. Well, I mean, I've seen houses that cost a million pounds today that are fucking shit. Yeah, like so three point eight mil. Two point eight. That's even that seems. Two point eight mil. That's yeah. not quite cheap for what you actually had done, though. I think there are like medium-sized supermarkets which cost two point eight million pounds. Two point eight million is a house in fucking London, like probably a two yeah. or two down, isn't it? A flat in London. What are you yeah, there's some yeah. houses around here for not tourists. A flat above the corner shop. That's how it's got in London. Call <laughs> yeah. so, my friend. Would you like to buy some milk? <laughs> So here's the interesting thing, which, as Madfaz pointed out, like, you know... Hey, what are you on about? Paxton didn't do it on his own. He was assisted by Charles Fox. Yeah, Charles Charles Fox helped him out, also from Derby for the Iron Framework. And yeah. someone known as William Cubitt, chairman of the building committee... These are like, fucking oh, joke names. Cubitt. What, the length between your your elbow and, yeah. your, and your middle finger? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just like you, you know. No, no, it's fine. You see, we got this Egyptian. Oh, I, don't, I don't think he's Egyptian, Mister Paxton. <laughs> Sir Paxton, I've been knighted by the Queen of England, Marley. <laughs> I got, I got, I got, I got, I got Charles. He's, he's crazy like a fox. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and Charlie, me and Charlie and Bill, we were making the, 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 the Crystal Palace. <laughs> So after this, right? Oh, this, this is great. So the exhibition that I'm Greenhouse Rick. <laughs> <laughs> after, <laughs> Prang, Prangston and Cubic, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so after the exhibition, they were employed by the Crystal Wait, Palace. Oh, well, I've got to work with no fun zone. What is this clown show? This is actually what happened. <laughs> This is what happened, mate. What are you on about? This is this is history. This is history. We're talking about here, no fun. This is authorised fucking history, and we're yeah. deadly serious about it. And if there's any laughter, we're merely just jubilant about the fact that Britain is so great. 
Yeah, yeah. this guy was amazing. Crystal <laughs> Mike Britt, Palace right, was Mike, Mike Britt, if only more people were, were like the absolutely real uh, <laughs> this dude. Whatever his fucking pickle Rick, whatever his fucking. Jo- Joseph Joseph Paxton, <laughs> by the age of forty-seven, built a palace out of crystal. What the fuck <laughs> have you done with your life? <laughs> when he was fifteen, he invented a banana. What the fuck yeah. have you done with your life? What did you do when you were fifteen? What are you doing for the movesman? Why oh, but get this in a banana when you were fifteen, for fuck's sake. But get get this right. I mean, um, Emmy, can you show that black and white photo of of the the Crystal Palace there? Yeah, the Crystal Palace. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The, the Crystal. Yeah, not 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 the blotting paper drawing, which you know everybody universal fucking acclaim that. Wow, look at, well, you, you say, hold on, look at this. Look, look, look. They say Crystal Palace. There's the yeah. drawing. Crystal yeah. Palace drawing. Crystal Palace drawing exactly. The oh same. my god, it's it's like I'm looking at the same photograph. I can't even tell you're switching to one and the other. But so there's there's the Crystal Palace in Sydenham because before it was in Hyde Park. But as you can see, what a fucking eyesore. So that's why the Crystal Palace uh, company. Uh, who knows? Says Cubit Town in London was named after Q. Cubit is a real person. He's not some bloke that that dude made up. Yeah, it's it's to, it's that name is just as real as Sarah Blizzard and Phil McCann. <laughs> and Alan Alan fucking Drinkwater. <laughs> and 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 Detective Chief Inspector PC Rob Banks talking about burglaries. <laughs> it's all the it's a fucking yeah, joke. Isn't joke. It? <laughs> so so um the exhibition, the, the Crystal Palace Company moved it to Sydney because it's such a eyesore. They had to move it somewhere well, what about, else. What because... about Cubit? Cubit invented self-regulating windmill sails. Oh yeah, you, you, yeah, because you, you know, it's just yeah, exactly. Just oh, you know, there's no big deal. I mean, it wasn't like inventing a seedless banana, Cavendish. Um. So, so what did he do after that? 1831, Paxton published a monthly magazine, why, why I'm so great, also known as the Horticultural Register. This was followed by... Like mag- average, you don't look like your average horti-fucking-cultural register. <laughs> uh, this was followed by the magazine of Botany in 1834, Pocket Botanical Dictionary in 1840, The Flower Garden in 1850. Oh, yeah, you know, just I read books in between but doing gardening all day and... My God, the amount of crystal palaces. He invented like super methamphetamine because like there's not enough hours of the day to do all this shit. But he's not he's not credited with the invention of that. Um, so in addition to these titles, he also in no, 1841 founded perhaps the most famous horticultural periodical. Not just any fucking periodical. No. Perhaps the most the famous one. one in the... Yeah. <laughs> So you need to go that clip. We made it up. It's this is it's the work. I've invented a periodical. It's going to be the most famous morning. Hey, shall shall I get shall I get that um Jonathan Frakes clip for the end of the show? Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think we need some Jonathan Frakes to John. uh, Oh, that's a good segue into John Hutchinson, who I need to touch on after Britain. Joseph fucking Paxton, Sir <laughs> yeah, Paxton, of inventor of the banana, creator of the Crystal Palace, Rick universal Paxton. fucking acclaim Rick. when he said oh, that. Paxton to... Rick! 
<laughs> so yeah, you know, he just just does all does all does all this stuff. Oh, look, I type in Jonathan Frakes at YouTube. Well, hold on, hold second... on a minute, Hobbit. You haven't even gone into political career later life yet. <laughs> well, look, no, we're get we're getting to oh, it. Go again. Go on, let's go. Let's go. Let's we're, go. <laughs> we're getting to it. We are getting to it. First of all, I need to send this clip to Hemi. So I'm just going to at you on the on the thing so you Wait, can you see it. Wait, you it Discord. Uh, yeah, there we go. Right, so political career. Paxton was a Liberal Member of Parliament for Coventry from 1850. So you're sent to Coventry after doing the Crystal Palace because, you know, it's just like universal fucking acclaim. Uh, until his death in 1865. In June 1855, he presented a scheme he called well, he the Great... He died and stayed dead. Hold on, I'm not dead yet. I'm not finished yet. I haven't fucking done anything. No, you don't want to bury me like that. Well, you want to bury me this way. He's saying he died and he didn't stay dead. <laughs> I'm not yeah, dead. He came, he came back as Barry George. Morty, come on. Come dig me up, Morty. I'm still alive, Morty. <laughs> so he presented a skin called the Morty, Great Victorian Morty, Way. Morty, that's not the end, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> So this this didn't happen for whatever reason. It's just incredible. Like you know, I think the the people of England suffered because they didn't like do his Great Victorian Way scheme. So what it was is he, I I mean I I guess they he didn't have like like some uh, screwed up like uh, t snotty bit of tissue or whatever to write on. Um, <laughs> but he he drew he drew this great up plan. You see to the Parliamentary Select Committee on Metropolitan Communications. He envisaged the construction of an arcade. You know, so he invented Listen, the arcade hold cabinet. On, hold on, I've got to see to the end. Paxton has estimated the total cost at 34 million. What the fuck? 34 million in fucking old bucks. Jesus Christ. Christ. That would have, Holy that would have, shit. That would have bankrupted, bankrupted the, the country. country. <laughs> the empire would be fucking bankrupt. <laughs> Did what? they even have thirty-four million back? And in how much would, it, would this great edifice cost? Is that what thirty-four million pounds in your real, you know, crappy money? Is that, is that yeah. what he? Is that what he quoted as the price? Yeah, yeah. Jesus for the great Victorian way. Is he off his fucking rocker? Wow. <laughs> Actually, that's a, that's a stupid question, isn't it? He was clearly off of his rocker. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe like you know, um, sixty-three years of uh, of st stimulant abuse might you know cut your life short. Um, <laughs> I saw that so, cocaine. So, envision the <laughs> construction of an arcade. You know, designing all those grabby hands and the shove penny games and. Wait, um, he invented them as well. Yeah, well, you know, he, he, he visited the construction of an arcade, and well, he went to the t he, he was on the shitter occasionally, weren't he? So yeah, yeah. He was on the shitter occasionally. So so you know, occasionally, like you take some shit tickets, and instead of wiping his ass with them, it's just like, yeah, this is how you do, do an arcade. Yeah. Uh, so you're basing this on around the Crystal Pass, but what it would do is in the loop ten miles around the centre of London, it would have incorporated a roadway, an atmospheric railway, housing, and shops. Yeah, you're gonna, everyone's going to live inside the dome. It's going to be great, uh, you know. Um, um, it, uh, it's like what? the film, it, uh, that film, you know, 34, with... Uh, 34 million in 1850 is worth uh, four... I think it's... Oh, fuck. 
Four billion. How many zeros is it? Four what? billion, six hundred ninety-five million. Four billion. Thirty-nine thousand five hundred ten pound ninety-five. It was. Was this man out to fucking bankrupt the British Empire or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. What the problem is? Yeah. You can afford it. I'm good. Yeah. For what's it. the fucking problem? Just sell the fucking I'm, chicken I'm, trick. I'm, I've got. I've got an idea, Queen Victoria. It's only going to cost thirty-four million. <laughs> <laughs> Who were we at war with in eighteen <laughs> fifty? Were we at war with France still? Oh, I don't know if that was over yet. Yeah. Baxter was at war with reality. In that <laughs> I think he was at war with reality, wasn't he? Fucking hell. Hold on, I'm going to find out. So, I mean, I haven't even... We, we, there's still, like... That's only, like, half of the stuff he's done. There's plenty more things he's done. What? Um, <laughs> shit. So we got railways. one more... He, he wanted to... He wanted... <laughs> So he we wanted got to him. resurrect atmospheric railways in the put as well. Oh, actually, no. Which uses differential, which uses differential yeah. air pressure to provide power for propulsion of a railway. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, because we haven't talked about the Tartarian pneumatic railways system, where they, 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 you, you know, those like tubes they show in Futurama, where people just yeah, zip yeah. through the tubes. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a future sci-fi thing. No, it's actually was, like, someone, like someone was touting that recently. It was, it was Gambia. We were at war in Gambia in 1950. From 1950 to 1956, we were at war in what, in Gambia. Joseph, so Joseph Paxton just turned up in his fucking, yeah. fucking space suit and just murdered him. Fuck this war, mate. We need money. We need no, no, it's going to be great. Right the Gambians are going to pay for the Victorian weight. It'll be huge. Pay for the pound, buddy. We'll make the Gambians pay for the Victorian way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why they say that they built our country. Fuck's sake. God. <laughs> it's all starting to come together now, isn't it? So yeah. Many... Everything's but starting yeah, to make no, sense. It was, uh, the, the, pneumat- the pneumatic railway thing, I think someone was touting that recently, weren't they? I think it was, there was serials. Railway. There was serious... Um, People talking about having that system instead of cars, good, they're talking about having, like tubes that pop all over the city. I'm sure they were. Yeah, but that it's, actually, it's a good system and it works and it's fast. What, like vacuum tubes, like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, like that. Oh, so, sick! Can I have power armor? That's all we yeah. need. <laughs> all we need for power armor is vacuum tubes, and we're good. I, yeah. Hold on, I, I haven't finished the. Uh, the... It, it, the total cost was thirty-four million. Income would have been generated from rental from the shops and houses from the railway, with no tolls being charged for pedestrians or vehicle passengers. He estimated the railway rail would carry about one hundred five thousand passengers a day. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, just you know, ballpark, you know, low ball figures. Um. Oh, so we got we got what six minutes left due to boomerisms. We started a bit later. Yeah. Um, John Hutchinson, he's a Canadian. Could go, half hour. Could, could go another half hour if you really need. Oh, to. we we got so much more to cover about yeah. Sir Joseph. I mean, Paxton. H- Hutchinson so could we, be for a different episode. Paxton? Like, we do another half yeah. hour on Paxton, and then we'll do another episode <laughs> where we'll properly talk. Yeah. About okay. So alternative energies. The reason for it is just like. It's not even like the main like thing in, in the article like uh, about his life like oh yeah he just built this like gravity defying ninety meter high fountain in Chatsworth and it just you know works and it's magic 
because Tartarian magic, but don't he's don't look Rick. there. Because he's pickled. Yeah. He's banana Rick. Yeah. He's banana yeah, he's, he, he's, Cavendish, Rick. he's Cavendish banana Rick. Yeah, banana Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a banana, banana Rick. Oh, it, it gets it gets better, right? So you know, Hank Gardner until 1858. Um, he's also imitated such Crystal Palace and direction mid and round. You know, just just a weekend project. Yeah, I'm just going to build a Crystal Palace of the Queen and everything. He worked on public parks in Liverpool, Birkenhead, Glasgow, Halifax, which is said the People's Park. Oh, should, should I say no fun zones? Quite. Morty, Morty, I, I've entered Sam, Samsara, Morty. I'm Buddha Rick! <laughs> <laughs> and grounds of spa buildings in Scarborough, you, you know, it's just, oh, I'm really bored. I'm going to go to Scarborough and make some spa. Um, in October 1845, I was invited to lay out one of the country's first municipal burial grounds in Coventry. It's like, ah, oh, who do we know that's good at grave digging? Well, I don't know anyone. Oh, did somebody mention something I've never done before? <laughs> oh, no, it's Sir Joseph Paxton. <laughs> don't worry. I know how to do a municipal burial ground. No, you don't want to do it like that. You want to do it like this. Yeah. So, flying <laughs> paper, yeah. Yeah, this became London <laughs> Road Cemetery. He's the original Renaissance man, isn't he? Just <laughs> he literally did the Renaissance. <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci can't hold a candle to Joseph Paxton. like, <laughs> no, you don't want to paint the Vitruvian man like that. You want to do it like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to paint so, the Mona Lisa. She's a funny looking bird with a weird, weird expression. Sixteen, ch- 16 years bloody lazy Italians give it to me I'll do it in 8 months I'll do it I'll do it Sunday afternoon yeah oh shit um, so um, he organised plant hunting expeditions one which ended in tragedy with two guards from Chatsworth were sent to California drowned alright tragedy also struck at home when this eldest son died what did he overdose from dad's super methamphetamine <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard the plot for Breaking Bad. The the blue meth was actually Joseph. Yeah, you know, you know what just, it was. Did he just grow another son. Was it like more... <laughs> he just went? Back you know that and... guy. You know the guy who pulled all those glass panes in that one day. That was his son. He just died afterwards. Then it killed him. He just went to the cit- citadel of Joseph Paxton's and just found another son. Oh, it, it gets it gets even it gets even better. So, like in 1850, Paxton was commissioned by Baron Mayor de Rothschild to design Mintmore Towers in Buckinghamshire. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll knock that up for you. Uh, one or two months, yeah, that'll be fine. I've got a spare week. Yeah, <laughs> I can fit you in in between designing the Crystal Fucking Palace and and uh, running Midland Railway while still being the head gardener of Chatsworth Fucking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I forgot he was uh, the director of Midland Railway as well, wasn't he? Maybe that's why he was the director of of uh, Midland Railway because he he needed a fast means of locomotion to get all around the country. Yeah, and he didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He thought, like, no, no, you can... don't want to be paying for a train ticket. You want to get the train company to pay you. Yeah, I can I can do this all in a wonder and just buy the fucking train company. That's it. And I'm making so, money as I travel. Yeah. So, Mintmore Towers is one of the greatest country houses built during, during the Victorian era. Oh, yeah, you know, just just one of the greatest. You're just, did, did, uh, just um, a spare week. Isn't, 
What's the building? What's the build? Oh, uh, it was in a film, wasn't it? But Mel Metmore Towers is famous for something, isn't it? Isn't that the one that Elron well, Hubbard bought, or is that something else? Oh, is that in Eyes Wide Shut? Ah, Eyes Wide Shut. That's what it's famous for. I knew. I knew what it's famous for. Uh, oh, it's in Brazil. It's in Brazil. I haven't watched that in years. And Slipstream. Oh, Have you ever seen Slipstream with weird, pale-looking? No. No. Camel. So, so well, yeah. So they did that, but then Baron James Rothschild. So they oh, must and be Ali like G in the house. <laughs> it was in the Baron. <laughs> Oh, I could, oh, I could imagine that. I so, put yeah, it Baron, to you, that you so, Oh yeah, or... no, it is. It's a famous uh, movie location, actually. Meant more towers. It's used in like movies. Yeah, that's uh -huh. what, been, that's what yeah. I've been saying. So, yeah. Mayor de Rothschild. Batman Begins, where it was used yep. as Wayne Manor. Mayor de Rothschild. <laughs> so, Mayor de Rothschild, you know, just meant more towers. But then James de Rothschild. <laughs> I, I, I can just of imagine like... Rothschild coming. Excuse me, sir, but I know you're really busy, but would you mind doing something for me? I imagine Ross like that with him, and he. Yeah, yeah and, and then. Please, and... please don't kill me with your laser sight like, like Superman. Baxter was just like, oh, well, go on then. I've, I can squeeze you in the spare week. But then Baron James de Rothschild, one of Baron de Rothschild's French cousins, commissioned Chateau de Ferrières at Ferrières en Brie. Um, near Paris to be another Metmore, but twice the size. Both buildings still stand today. Oh, what the yeah, absolute well, it... fuck. Well, he made both, did he? They don't yeah, say he, that, it, though, do they? yeah, he, he went over to France and then he, he built like a you know a temporary channel tunnel to get there so he could send his supersonic <laughs> fucking train with his special trolleys. And it's just like, oh, yeah, well, I've already built Metmore Tower, so I know what I'm doing. It'll only take me half a week to do this one now. Even though it's twice then, the size. Paxton also designed another country house, a smaller version of Mentmore at Battleston. But the Duke of Bedford bought it and destroyed it because he didn't want anything that that was close that was close to Woburn. Woburn Abbey. That's that's weird. Like all all these buildings, just like yeah, you know, just ah, oh, well, it's only temporary, isn't it? Yeah, I, I I won't make it last for more than say ten thousand years because you know it's it's not gonna yeah you, you're not gonna need it more than that. Um. Paxton was honoured at being a member of the Q Commission, which was to suggest improvements. Oh, you missed the other one. In 1860, he designed Fairlawn, number 89, Wimbledon, Southside, for Sir Edwin Saunders, Queen Victoria's dentist. As as you do. As you do. So you're an architect. No. That was a spare afternoon in 1860. I'm a gardener. I'm a genetic engineer. What's genetic engineering? Oh, no. Well, you know me. I'm a cockney. I'll do a bit of ducking and diving, you know, I'm just the director ducking of Midland diving, Rail. And weaving. Yeah, that's you it. You know me, I'm a cockney geezer, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll sort it out for you. You're yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll design your stately home. No problem. Yeah, so he did all this stuff. Um, and then he constructed... What was that? And he was being considered for the post of head gardener at Windsor Castle. He's just like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I can fit into my busy schedule, in it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh yeah. So... 1860. What the fuck? 17th yeah. of March, 1860. During the enthusiasm for the volunteer movement, Paxton raised and commanded the 11th Matlock Derbyshire Rifle Volunteer Corps. <laughs> As well. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've got all this spare time on my hands. What can I do? I know. 
I'll organise a militia. (laughs) (laughs) A fucking militia. Yeah, we'll just... People not paying his train fare. That's what it was. We'll we'll go through a drill and a brisk 50-mile run in the countryside with all our kit on and... You know, go yeah, past they, made, they, made a, they made a film about him, fucking Forrest Gump, didn't they? But they thought Forrest <laughs> Gump looked like he was doing fuck all. Didn't they? <laughs> or, what was it like Joseph Paxton's Lazy Weekend? Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off. <laughs> Holy shit! This 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 myth, this man, this legend. It just it, it's like ah. This is the real alternative energy here. Joseph Paxton, all they need to do is harvest just, him somehow. You just you put him on the on the on the wheel like a hamster. Should, we just, wheel. should we just hook him up into the national grid using yeah. that? He will power this country him. for at least ten thousand years. Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> we'll just hook him into the Why national grid using clips. Good to go. You, know, like, you should save his corpse for when we need to jumpstart yeah. the sun when it dies. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We've touched on the subject of water power and how water is the power of everything. I will get into it another episode. And, Brit- and, and, Brit- and England's, England's very own Paul Bunyan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> England's Paul Bunyan. England's answer to Paul Bunyan. Yeah. So he died at the age of 61. So he was born in the 3rd of August, 1803. Died of 8th of June, 1865. What was he dead for? Well, you know. Was he dead or was he just resting? They they ran out of super meth, so he's uh, on hiatus. (laughs) He's not dead. He's just just resting his eyes. Yeah. Just like the end of Breaking Bad, it was kind of an open end, so it might be an, another like episode or movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! My God! More like Fast and the Furious, isn't it? The fucking, <laughs> the fucking insanity <laughs> that goes on in that bloke's life. Well, he's buried in the Chatsworth Estate in St Peter's Churchyard in Edensor. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> No, there's some alternative energy for you. Fucking hell, he he, he does have some intri- alternative energy. All right, play, oh, yeah, play, yeah, play, oh play. Paxton has a memorial at the London Road Cemetery in uh, Coventry. Yep, yep, we, we did that bit. You know, that was like, you know, who, who do we know that uh, can make cemeteries? Oh, there's a thing I know nothing about. Only me. No, you don't want to do it like that. You want to do it like this. I can make you a cemetery if you want. Yeah. Here's my card. Just don't tell anyone my name and that you ever fucking met me or spoke to me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll create you. Great job for you. I can't be doing this for everyone. I've got, I've got to have a good sleep at some point. Yeah. I can't be, I can't be creating uh, graveyards all day, you know? Yeah. Nah, I'll, I'll be sleeping when I'm dead, innit? Yeah. 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 Literally. <laughs> Do you have to dig your own in that case? So he lived sixty-one years, but like in terms of work, I mean, effectively he lived like at least five hundred or five thousand years. <laughs> he's like Methuselah, isn't he? There's just he's crammed so much into one life. Just like 
you know, invented like mass manufacture of glass before it happened in 1903. Figured out a way. He's got a book, you know, a a pocket botanical dictionary. Oh, not just one book. You know, he's he's not some lazy Johnny Come Late like (laughs) Brutus. No, he's got a whole bunch of books with like illustrations and everything. Monthly magazine, the whole. Ah, yeah. Sir Joseph Paxton, rest in peace. Cause you were you busy when you were alive. He, he deserves it. He's not dead. I know, right? He's a busy boy. <laughs> He's just not dead. No, he will. He will rise again and create. Was it literally because there was a lack of fuck all else to do? <laughs> and, on the, and, on, and on the eighth day, and on the eighth day, he rested. This is the problem with society, isn't it? They've given us too much to fucking do. So now whereas, we don't build crystal palaces. Whereas Paxton didn't have enough to do, did he? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. You couldn't find enough things for him to do. Right, stay spooky, stay spooky, folks. I'm signing out. Yeah, um, work harder. Work don't harder. be a shirker like Joseph like Paxton. Paxton. Be more like, be more Joseph, Joseph Paxton. We need more Joseph, Joseph Paxton off, yeah. in this world. No, <laughs> you just did. Ah, uh, fuck off, <laughs> you.